0: Welcome to Declare Your Independence on the Free Talk Live Network.
1: It's time for Declare Your Independence with Ernest Hancock.
2: Believe me when I say we have a difficult time ahead of us. But if we are to be prepared for it, we must first shed our fear of it. I stand here without fear because I remember... I remember that I am here not because of the path that lies before me, but because of the path that lies behind me. I remember that for 100 years we have fought these machines. And after a century of war, I remember that which matters most. We are still here! Let us make them remember... We are not afraid!
0: declare your independence of me, Ernest Hancock, and our special guest. This is going to be fun. All right. We're going to be talking. Egberto Willis. Now, I'm just going to read, you know, I got two pages of bio here, so we're going to, you know, skip to the end. All right. Now, just so you know, he and I have talked almost like 45 minutes. You know, we're setting up and just yakking. So we get to know each other a little bit so we're not talking past each other. We get a little bit of history, we'll get more on him. But I, I didn't want to blindsight him. A lot of times when you're talking to progressives, hey, you tricked me, you know, or something. You know, I, and I I don't want that to happen. We're going to have a productive conversation. Because his book that we're promoting, it's worth it, how to talk to your right wing relatives, friends, and neighbors. Now, immediately, the first thing I'm thinking, wow, we got, you know, we're going to cure them. We got to talk to them. We got, we got to get their minds right, you know, or something like that. And I'm going, okay, this might not go well. So I just want to make sure, you know, <laughs> I we will we, we'll, we'll keep it civil, you know. But you know, and I'm sure we're going to have a lot of agreement. And um, but it's it's hard, you know, and you you take a line, and it's popular with your crowd and you know you kind of got to stick to it we'll see if you know we can change each other's uh approach or minds or learn something from each other and because we deal with i deal with a lot of progressives left whatever being on air america you know in activism you know there's a lot of lefty libertarians i mean you know fyi and then you know so i'm experienced in that, but there's a lot of common ground, or you don't call yourself libertarian. Well, he's probably not a libertarian. He's calling himself a progressive, okay? But this is his background. You'll find this interesting.
2: This is going to be fun. Okay, here we
0: go. <laughs> Willys, am I saying that right, Willies?
3: Yes, perfect, perfect.
0: Egberto Okay. Egberto Willy's is a political activist, author, political blogger, radio show host. He does two different shows a day, okay? Business owner, software developer, web designer, mechanical engineer. So the guy's got, you know, brain box and some skills. In Kingwood, Texas. Texas There's progressives left in Texas. Okay. So <laughs> Edberto is an ardent progressive ardent progressive, I don't know what those are, but they're super progressive, I guess, that believes tolerance is essential. His favorite phrase is, political involvement should be a requirement for citizenship. He is the host of Politics Done Right, from the left or something, (laughs) Politics (laughs) Done Right on Pacifica Network, KPFT 90.1 FM, and streaming. And he's from Kingwood, Texas. Where is Kingwood, Texas, first? thing.
3: Kingwood, Texas is actually the suburbs of Houston, Texas, and it's probably the most red part of uh, Texas. It's also the place where Ted Cruz and all these guys come to centralize. The Tea Party had one of its births right here in Kingwood, Texas, of which I always used to hang with them sometimes.
0: You know, we just did you know, a show earlier today, and uh, I'm probably pulling up here. Yeah, there it is. We had um this. Colony, Houston, Texas, Colony Ridge, yes. 75,000 almost all of them illegal immigrants. Now, I just got to come out and say, you know, it's not a secret to the audience. I owned a, a restaurant and if you could fog a mirror and show me some paperwork, I didn't freaking care okay I you know if your human wants to do this and I pay you that for doing it boom we're done you know so I didn't I'm I'm not this kind of immigration guy the right you'll know, it's kind of but I do see that policies are it's causing big problems you know I saw is, that
3: article actually well,
0: and tell me what your f- perspective is on it because it's near it's here. not f-
3: it's not far from my area either. It's pretty darn close to me where that where that is, right up the road. Now, uh, it's interesting because I take a different stance on immigration, right? I first look at the genesis of America, you know, the first immigrants to America that, that, that came here without... This is a distance. colony! <laughs>
0: I just showed the video no. of it.
3: Yeah, that's fine. You want to show it before I finish saying what I'm saying?
0: No, I just let it play while you're talking.
3: Oh, okay. So anyhow, so as it turns out, I, I, I want to give anybody coming into this country, uh, the same kind of rights that the pilgrims had or anybody had, right? What, what they did is they, they were escaping from something and they, they had the wherewithal to get here, stay here, be here. Uh, I don't, I, I don't believe in a country necessarily being borderless. What I do believe is if you are smart enough to make it across, and you are not a burden on society. I am not going to call you an illegal. I'm going to say welcome. You know, uh, you're productive. Welcome.
0: We're not far that's off. That's my thought. We're yeah, not far that's off. That's my thought. You know, we talked about this. You know, you know, think about it. When the, our um, pirates without borders is kind of like you know our philosophical treatise on mm-hmm. whatever the heck. And one of these is let's see. The first one, why I raised my black banner. The second one was on cryptocurrencies or people money. The third letter uh, was I, I can't remember. Uh, fourth letter, patent, you know, intellectual property. What our view is mm-hmm. on that. First contact protocol is like aliens. It's going to be AI, and they're going to say no. Then what you know? Um, involuntary servitude. Uh, so that's kind of a you know forced slavery kind of thing. Well, that's what we have now. It's called
3: I call it antiseptic slavery, and that's what corporations do.
0: Consent of the traveler. Okay, right. Not very long. Now, what this czar date is forty fifth president, which was I think Trump at the time, and then six hundred and two days in office. So you kind of know when it was written. Is uh, almost two years while he was in office, 276 words. And that's <laughs> what the, the czar date means, you know, the czar date. So what we did is we put in, this is my view, short and sweet on, you know, uh, immigration. So you, you care, boom, there it is. You know, 276 words and I got it. It's probably not a lot different than yours. My thing is, and my experience has been in the restaurant industry in Arizona, is that you have people that are coming you have people that come in and uh i wish to have this job done they're willing to do that job we negotiate a price for doing that job we're done it's when the government comes in and says oh you gotta pay them this much you gotta give them this kind of stuff you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta who are you i don't need you we're an adult conversation here coming to a meeting of minds write it down contract and i don't care what you're gonna say if it's somebody else outside of that conversation between me and them i don't care and here is
3: where you and i can get to common ground exactly there but here's the reason why you'll have a progressive like me wanting a minimum wage and here's the reason why because the plutocracy have their own cabal they are the ones that let's give an example right now what was inflation rate a few months ago uh, nine percent a lot <laughs> it was about nine percent a few a few months ago nine percent okay why was it nine percent because the cabal the plutocracy or the ones that are omnipotent to, to to raise prices that way without cause there was no shortage of oil there was no shortage of most things. We had a supply chain problem, but they control things and the government couldn't get involved. Since the government allowed them to have laissez faire capitalism, the only option then is for the government to say, you have to pay X amount. Let's, if, if we didn't have laissez faire as they did, then I would be with you that says, okay, I am willing. I can exist. You would really have a true, a, a true freedom as you said if i say i want this done there's a contract to do this that would be great but we don't have that why we what we why we have is a a a you remember how we offline when we talk about fascism what we have is a fascist government where it's really a government controlled by the corporations if the government is controlled by the corporations and the government is subject to the people then the people must dem- uh, then some There has to be some sort of inequity there, and that is sort of what the minimum wages or a living wage or whatever you want to call it. Now, if we were to eliminate that ability of monopolists to exist, then uh, we could talk about your libertarian views that says, hey, we're talking about it right now. (laughs) All right, exactly right. So, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, in a lot of ways, brother, what's going on here is uh, we are are asking government to do certain things because government has allowed the corporatocracy to do the things that they're doing to, uh, and 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 the balance is and and that's why i noticed in libertarian there's this word liberty right uh there's this word liberty in libertarian that stands for something right but we don't have that so there's no there's no there should be no alliance between conservatives and libertarians. It's a false alliance. There is a closer alliance to progressives and libertarians than one would actually know, except for a few things that we probably would discuss a little bit later.
0: Um, The distance between libertarian philosophy, I wouldn't even say the party, right? You just basic libertarian philosophy, and the um, Republicans and Democrats is about the same. It depends on the issue, and they're both way. Oh, there's the left and right wing of mm-hmm. the bird of prey party. I mean, you know, I I, I don't see a lot of difference. And I give, and this is a good example. We can go example by example. I, I didn't want to attack right. you on every freaking issue, but
3: no, I want you to.
0: All right, he, uh, he said it. Okay, all right. So here we go. <coughs> Minimum wage. Mm-hmm. My restaurant. I paid more for right. every one of my employees than right. the average. If you wanted to work yes. there, you worked, and yes. you got paid more. But it was good people wanted to work with good people. You get yes. rid of the bad people immediately without some, you know. I got oh, you did Oh, you got to keep a quota of diversity of whatever the crap, and you can't fire him because he's got long purple hair. you know, bite it. In Arizona, you have the right to work state. Employers can fire anybody for whatever reason. It probably made it easier on me. So for me, the minimum wage, what that does is it eliminates an enormous amount of jobs for young people to learn something. To be on the bottom, the rung of the ladder is way lower. It's easier to get in. I would pay cash as we were constructing the restaurant to little kids that lived, you know, behind, Oh, pizza, red, they come around and while we're doing construction and everything. And I'm like, yeah, sweep up, do this, whatever, pay them cash. You know, if I go strict by the man, one, that's child labor. You can't do that. You're not paying them enough to whatever. I'm like, shut up. I don't even look at that crap.
3: Can I interrupt you for a second? My brother, let me show you how we don't differ on that. We don't differ on that in that, every in, in and i am a lefty lefty progressive uh, if i have a, a young kid that wants to come and do something for me i'll take out the cash and give him and, and say please do that for me i think everybody progressives will agree on that uh we cannot well, i depend... count on... <laughs> oh, no 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 i'm just saying my type of progressives now let's 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 go a little bit deeper though you are a nice guy i've spoken i spoke to you for 45 minutes i learned about what makes you tick etc, etc. You don't want to look at those. Uh, let's talk about the immigration immigrants that came over. You're not trying to pill for them. You are trying to say, hey, I want to sign a contract with you. You do this job and I give you this. That works perfectly for a person of your character. The problem is I can't depend on everybody having your character. So what I have to do is say, the, the way you operate uh, and, and progressives do it all the time I want you to do this for me I give you some cash however if I'm going to have an official employment thing with a corporation a big bad corporation, I can't trust that uh, a thing that says capitalism is the uh, uh, it's a fair uh, rather the efficient allocation of resources that according to Milton Friedman must maximize the profits of the shareholders and workers don't matter. And environment don't matter and all these things don't matter. When we get into that particular stage, I have to look out for me and you. So that's where I said, that's where I say the intersectionality there is I don't want to stop you from operating the way you operate. Hey, you want that kid to do something from you? That's not officialized, but in, in certain domains, I think we have to have, uh, you know, to prevent people not as nice as you from being able to, Screw other folks.
0: Of course, I, I think ha- you agree. No, of course, I have a response. I'm just trying to, you know, I, I want to go buy your book. You know, yeah. be, be nice, you know. But the. <laughs> no, no, don't. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Scream at me, man. I love it. No, love no, it's not action. that. It's, it's just that when you, you, you talk a libertarian progressive, there's fundamental basic differences that you yeah. demonstrated that I can argue, and my audience is waiting for me to, come on, Ernie, get some. Please you know. do. Do it. Any solution to unethical or bad behavior, in mm-hmm. your opinion, these people, you know, somebody wants to work, they may need the job, you know, you're exploiting their need or uh, uh, whatever, but I'm not making them. I mean, if they don't want to do it, don't do it. But i'm looking for good employees i'm willing to pay more for them because it benefits me and my family and my business fortunately i see that like my wife is you know you know sounds like you a lot she goes like this she says um i'm going don't you think it beneficial that i see the benefit and being nice to you, or getting something for you, or buying you a gift, or getting you a, a bigger, no, better...
3: No, no, you don't understand psychopathy. You see, like I said, what, what happens with some people is that they see things through their... You see, I have... What I try to do is see things through other people's eyes, and I speak about that in my book. I, I I forget who the hell I am, and I try to see things through your eyes. And the problem is, you see things through your eyes too, Right. And you are a good person. You are not a psychopath. But there are psychopaths out there. And yeah, I, no, no, no. I
0: look, I'm going to concede all this. You, give me a second. Finish my yeah. expression. When I make the argument, I believe it is ethical, it is preferable, it is better for an individual, such as, my, as a businessman, a husband, a father, to see the benefit to me of being nice to you, mm-hmm. if I don't see that, you know, why would I do it? You know, like I don't have any empathy. I'm a sociopath. I do what mm-hmm. I want because it, you know, because I want to. But mm-hmm. as time goes on, even a functional sociopath will see that you know you probably should see it through the other person's eyes, or you're never going to get married. You're probably not going to get laid. You're not going to have a job. You're not going. I mean, you to be functional in a society of generally good people. Rule number one, don't be a dick, okay? So yeah. my argument that I would rather have someone that sees and understands the benefit of not being a dick because it's in their self-interest. They see it as their self-interest to be ethical. And whether they, that
3: hasn't worked.
0: Whether that's not their default or not, okay?
3: It. It hasn't
0: worked. Ah, so what you're going to say is it works with government. And no, 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 no. Uh, you have all these psychopaths, sociopaths, I know. Yes. You have all these psychopaths and sociopaths, and then you go around and you say, people are too stupid or too unethical to govern themselves, so we're going to create this government that attracts the worst sorts to do it for us. What kind of stupid idea is that?
3: It is a stupid idea, but you, and that's what, you know, when I look at you and I tell you, you'd be surprised of the commonality that we get. Because based on the government that we have today, you're absolutely right. Not only, but let you're me, you always I gonna want to get
0: that government.
3: But no, 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 Yes, no. Yes, here, yes, here, yes. Here's what I want to say to that. and Here's what I want to say to this, right? I tell people that in democracies and the kinds of things that we want, you have to have a certain level of education. You could go to you could go to certain places that that have a very low level of education and think you can have a democracy. Some people have to be led if if you don't have an educated population. Now, when it comes to uh, when you talk about do we want government to do it, it's not what we have been successful to do is isolate government from we the people. Right, and what I'm saying is my my values, right, is to bring we the people back into government. And in having we the people back into government, there are several things that can happen. First of all, I think we can acknowledge that that government has to be there to do some things, right? You are you drove to Maine on the roads from Maine, et cetera, and and there are control systems and all of that that come together. Right. No, 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 no. But I'm, I'm saying the reason I'm bringing that up as an, as, as an example is we should have a degree of libertarianism, a degree of socialism and a degree of all these isms that fit that that we can mold together. Notice what I say, how we talk to our people and the way is this. You're going to go out there and, and I don't want to take away your liberal libertarian stance at all. Right. But I tell you one thing, uh, Hancock, Ernest, if if you get let's say you were a libertarian that had no insurance or whatever. Right. And I see you hurt. I am not going to leave you in that state at all. Right. So my my thing is, I want people to live their best lives the way they see fit within. But at the same time, since we're all Americans we have something that I call the baseline, and I explain that in the book as, w- as well. You know, no, give I me your st-
0: baseline. I, I'm interested in baseline. M-
3: my baseline is simple, right? I want that uh, we are human beings. Uh, we are human beings, and most of us care about the other person, except the psychopaths. Most of the psychopaths are billionaires, but um, no, they're politicians. No no the psychopaths are the well the politicians and billionaires okay i'll give it to you the, the billionaires pay the politicians and it brings out the inner psychopath but um so my baseline is i want everybody to have a basic level of healthcare a basic level of something that that keeps them alive okay that's it and and i'm too, i'm not smart enough to define how we organize all of that freedom okay i'm not uh, okay, good. So you get onto the panel that we're going to put that together and see how we implement it in actuality.
4: Come on,
5: this hour of Free Talk Live is brought to you by Dash, digital cash. Dash is the cryptocurrency designed to be used for spending. Tired of the ever-inflating U.S. dollar? You can live your life on Dash instead with some handy websites. Bitrefill.com has been accepting Dash for years and has a ton of big-name retailers and brands including grocers, gas stations, phone refills, Amazon, and even prepaid MasterCards. Plus, many of their gift cards are available at a discount. But what about paying your bills? Spritz.finance can do that, and they can send dollars to your bank account in case you still need those for some reason. Dash is one of the oldest cryptocurrencies and is widely available on exchanges, including the decentralized Maya Protocol and in multi-crypto wallets. It's easy to get and use Dash. Start by learning more at Dash.org. Thanks to the Dash DAO for sending us 32 Dash per month to promote Dash on the air. Visit Dash.org to learn about Dash. dash Dash.org.
1: Freedom's the answer. What's the question? You're listening to Ernest Hancock.
5: This hour Declare Your
0: Independence on the Free Talk Live Network is brought to you by Dash, digital cash. Dash is a cryptocurrency designed to be used for spending. Let's talk about your positive experiences using Dash. Dash has transaction fees that are less than one cent. Dash transactions are instant, irreversible, and are protected from 51% attacks by its Chain Locks technology. Dash is the world's first decentralized autonomous organization. BitRefill allows for discounted purchases at national retailers. We want to thank Dash Dow for sending us 32 Dash per month to promote Dash on the Air. Visit Dash.org to learn about Dash. Dash.org is one of the oldest cryptocurrencies and is widely available on exchanges and in multi-crypto wallets. It's easy to get and use Dash. Start by learning more at Dash. Dot org. Welcome back to Declare Your Independence with me, Ernest Hancock, on the Free Talk Live Network on Genesis. We're continuing our conversation with Egberto Willies. He's a talk show host out of Kingswood, Texas, and a proclaimed progressive. Now, he has a recent book on how to talk to your right-wing relatives, friends, and neighbors as if they need talking to. <laughs> so it was an interesting conversation. I've had progressive uh conversations before with me as a an anarchist, leave me aloneist, voluntarist, libertarian. And um and it always I I get to the root of what's up. So just, you know, sit back this evening and enjoy the conversation. Uh, a lot of my audience, I didn't hit him hard enough. I didn't go after him enough. I didn't. I just wanted to expose what his philosophy was and how, and then, you know, there might, you know, plant some seeds a little bit. And if there is a relationship, can we get him to come over? Because I've done this before. You bring people over, they write on Freemas Phoenix, And then they have to read it, you know, and it and it plants a splinter in their mind. And then we might have them come on the Trump report, give Frank a crack at them, you know, (laughs) but we're going to have some fun. We learn a lot. And, you know, maybe not a new friend, but not a not a new enemy. And uh, we're trying to, you know, go by the ethos of his book as you know, how to talk, I guess.
3: (laughs) Here we go. So my baseline is I want everybody to have a basic level of healthcare, a basic level of something that, that keeps them alive. Okay. That's it. And, and I'm too, I'm not smart enough to define how we organize all of that freedom. Okay. I'm not. I, okay. Good. So you get onto the panel that we're going to put that together and see how we implement it in actuality. I would love to hear that. Right. But like I said, I am not smart enough to know all of that. Now that said, after we get the baseline, you can go live your better life. I believe in cooperatives. Okay. Cooperatives are, are not much different than libertarians going out somewhere and doing their own thing. I believe in cooperatives built within this system that I know it's going to be hard for me to change. Right. So I'm, when I looked at, you, when I told you that there is, there is that intersectionality, it's really, really there. You know,
0: we can go issue by issue, which is, let's looks, do it. Looks like what we're going to do <clears throat> for me, health care. This is how it comes down. Yes. Any issue, any issue when yes. it comes like conspiracy, do you think they would this, that pollute the water, pollute the air, pollute the If it benefits, they, them, those in some way, if they, you know, get more power more money, more control, more whatever, and they can, they are. Well, you know what? Can. Yes, you're right. Let me Look,
3: I talk about this. Here's the thing with water, okay? Uh, we have the oil companies that drill. You know what? The, the way they drill, they put casein in, all that good stuff. And then, uh, but the lazy ones, they don't make good casing, and we get seepage in different layers, create dirty water. And people say, oh, uh, you know, Who's responsible? All of that. I really don't care. You see, the thing about it is this: they make money on all ends, right? Uh, they they make money as they're pulling the crap out of the ground, and they after they polluted your water, they also charge you to clean it up. So you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, you know, it, it, it's the ben it benefits them to pollute because later on, that's the next stream to clean up. Government is not you the
0: solution, though. It's you know, I, being responsible and held responsible. What the court system is for? For what? That's you, government. You violated my property. You yes. violated my rights. You that's polluted government. my land. My that's air, government. My water.
3: That's that's government. So, so uh,
0: let me give you an example. Let me go ahead and finish, and you'll understand. Libertarianism, you know, is about individual liberty, self responsibility. Amen. Know, if you you do it. You, you break it, you fix it. I mean, you know, like, yes. they're way less on uh, punitive justice and you got to spend years. and yeah, They're more about restitution, all right? right. Hey, you cost these people, man, you owe them some whatever, hard labor of whatever. So the mindset is different. When you have the environment, libertarians, probably more than most, are like, you know, you're not polluting my land, my air, my water. That's, you know, it's freaking mine you don't got to, you need not do that and if you Amen. do you got to be responsible so corporations in the 60s and before I mean since world war 2 man they were just freaking polluting everything so mm-hmm. while they were doing enormous amounts of pollution the court system started then class actions. People rising up, going after, filing suit, getting, you know, they're starting to put these corporations into, man, we're going to bankrupt the work. This is not this sucks. We need to have some kind of a government protection, some kind of government levels. Now I see this happen in the 90s in Arizona. Got a perfect example for it. But what would happen is you would have all of this liability for some corporation and they, they're they totally alive, man, they're, for decades. They're going to find it, man. If they find, you know, what we dumped the last 10 years, man, we're screwed. So they would bankrupt, sell, do something, but you still got pollution. So they're the Nixon administration, they created the Environmental Protection Agency. Mm-hmm. And then OSHA, you know, where Occupied Safety Hazard, of whatever the heck act. Mm-hmm. So you have, well... um. If somebody gets hurt, what's OSHA going to do? You know, OSHA's going to have all these standards and so on, but if you did this, you're protected from anything else. Environmentally, same thing. In Arizona, Motorola had a big chip plant that they just dumped, Mm -hmm. you know, crap into the water system. Cancer clusters, it starts to become a thing. Mm -hmm. Super fun sites, remember those? I really, yeah, love, love Canal. So, <clears throat> Donna, my wife is a real estate agent, and she gets the truth. I mean, you have you know these maps that show right. you know what you got to disclose all this stuff and everything. Well, what happened was is that it was going to trial, and a friend mm-hmm. of mine, an attorney, had a big thing representing Motorola. So he was at a big firm. Well, he's one of the senior partners they're representing. All of a sudden. You get all these commercials about Motorola employees picking lettuce for homeless or something. I'm mm-hmm. like, what the crap is that? They were influencing the jury pool. We're good, exactly. We're good community members or whatever because it was going to go to a jury. Right. Well, what happens is the EPA has standards. This was major pollution. Super right. fund. going to be billions of dollars. You got, oh, my God, you did it wrong. It's getting ready to go to trial. EPA, change the number. Well, it's not pollution anymore. I'm sorry to bother you, okay? And mm-hmm. I'm going. What the crap? EPA, Environmental Protection, is not for the people. It was to protect. No. It was pre- protect the corporations. And if it didn't, they make sure it does. If the FDA is about keeping us healthy and safe and good drugs and all that kind of stuff, well, guess who the pharmaceuticals going to put their you know boy in? You know. So I'm going. This is, anytime you create a government agency to do it, it's not for us. It's to protect them. And if it doesn't protect them, and it does do it, they're going to change it directly, okay? Look, Which is what always happens.
3: You know, here, here's, the, here's the thing, my brother. I agree with everything that you've just said. Absolutely everything that you just said. Because I don't trust a, way. a
0: collective to fix it. You're going to come but, up with some government agency. we no, got no, no, but government wait, but, do it. And I'm but like, what I'm saying... When have they is, ever look, done it?
3: No, no. Let, let, let's let us get... You know, one of the things about it is I think her terminology is wrong here. Because uh, if... Uh, Ernest cannot do it alone. If if some company is going to pollute a a river or whatever, and this is ten people, and it's just Ernest sitting down in his in in his mansion he created in this nice space that's suddenly getting polluted, Ernest cannot do anything about it. But Ernest can create a collective. (laughs) But I I know you are okay. But let's assume it's not at somebody as creative as Ernest, okay? So Ernest is not as creative. I mean, rather, it, uh, we we have a bunch of people that are not as creative as Ernest. They're going to have to get together to form a force, I form a force that is effective. Now, the kind of progressive that I am is, I want to be the, the 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 persons that are creating these particular forces to stop that. We have to do it together as a collective. You can't do it by yourself. Uh, uh there are certain things that I think we have to group together to do certain things that we can be as individualistic as we want to. And I think it's trying to arrive at that balance that we have to get to arriving at that balance so that Ernest can feel as libertarian as he is. And the truth of the matter is, my my inner libertarian may come, come out as, as well, because you know what, I sit down in my little kingdom here, and I like the freedom that I have in the media. I like the freedom that I have in these other things, so I don't know how different we really
0: are. Uh, the, the knee-jerk solution to me is never government. That—that's the difference.
3: Well, it's it, wait, it, it, Ernest. I think Cause always on the what, one causing it. But no. Ernest, I think it is depends on what we call government, right? I—I uh, I have to agree with you with how the government, the fascist government, works right now. My goal is to change that, and I so think what? believe it. Let's 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 talk about that. I think my goal is when you get that alliance between this the freedom loving people that you're talking about and the collective, that is the solution. The collective, the collective itself, is the people, uh, and they okay, can be. i gonna
0: throw it. We're gonna test you here.
3: All right, go ahead. You know, test you go, me, brother. Test well, me. the
0: people. The people they rise up, and the people said, the people. Yes. Unless they are militia, then not so much. Uh, they support Trump, MAGA, not so much. Yeah, if they, right. eh, not so much. I mean, there's always the caveat of, well, not those people, you know? And, and my d- thing is, I don't care. You guys rise up and be all collective you, you, you must
3: li- Again, I, I got to interrupt. You got to listen to my show because about 30-something percent of my show are left, are right-wing MAGA folks that we sit down and have. Argue. The problem that I have a lot of, you see, I can have a discussion with you on, on certain issues. With MAGA, it is, uh, how do we first get to the point where we sit down and look at facts for how they are? Facts or facts or Give facts. Give me a
0: fact, man. Uh, I, I'm all about facts. No, no. You know? I, and I, see,
3: that's my point. That, that's, a, you would not have heard me talk to certain libertarians and tell them, Hey, we're on the same page because, uh, I don't know about your audience, but you're not a typical libertarian.
0: Yeah, I'm that libertarian. Okay. Voluntarist, anarchist, leave me aloneist libertarian. I
3: am listening to Whoa. what the things that you're saying, and you are not the typical. The typical libertarian is irrational. You are not irrational.
0: God, you know, I can argue my point to make it, you know, clear that's that not, I'm not- I,
3: Again, if you can argue your point, you're not being irrational. And if if you can argue your point with a progressive like me, and I come out and I said, okay. I agree with that, but I'd like to have a corollary to that. Okay, well, let's then go we,
0: fundamental. This is what, you know, yes, I, this, go ahead. this happened a lot, you know, when I was on Air America. Yeah. They did the same kind of thing. Yeah, but you, but, 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 go but. Go ahead. So I go, imagine that I put my hand on your shoulder. I put my hand yes. on your shoulder and I ask a single question mm-hmm. Whose life is this?
3: It's my life.
0: Welcome, we're done.
3: See, exactly.
0: You know. See, the thing is, is that if you don't believe you own yourself, that you're autonomously controlled to do what you want, as long as you don't violate the life, liberty, property of somebody else, as long as nobody else gives a crap, what wh- do I care?
3: You know. And that's the point. And and that and and when I tell you, you're closer to what our real progressives believe. And liberty is the word. And and that's the ideal. That's why, I mean, if you take a look, if you go down the list item by item by item. Now, the reasons why you would see the progressives of today looking for government for doing certain things is they want government to be the backstop to what? The corporation. If we were to get rid of the corporation... Right. Because the only entity big enough to come across with a corporation is government, because a corporation can then overwhelm
0: even my brother, Ernest Hancock. Yeah, no, a corporation that's, you know, to have an entity that does stuff, it is a government, it's not responsible for itself. You know, I, I got a problem with it. And, you know, United States of America, Inc. You know, it's kind of got its own problems Yeah, but libertarians are easily swayed with the argument that corporations are products of the state you know you don't have a corporate like a good example when they did the antitrust stuff they're going yes. oh antitrust you're making too much money alcohol aluminum had to break up into whatever why what do I care you know they made well nobody can compete you know because they're doing it so cheap good you know well, then it gets to where like Standard Oil, you get the oil guys coming in. Rockefeller even says competition is a sin, you know? He's like, yeah. you know, competition, I don't care how monopolistic you get, as long as you're not using force, violence, the state to protect yourself from competition.
3: So and he, the thing about it is that's what they do.
0: Of in course other words, they do. That's
3: With what they what? do.
0: The government it's not, Look, the corporation uh, doesn't, like, all well, of a sudden they can know, do it. If it doesn't no, no, have but, the government backstopping them, they can't do it.
3: I right? agree with you. Egg or chicken?
0: Freedom. You, you, you always act <laughs> ethically every time. You know, they go, well,
3: Egg or chicken. Egg or chicken. In other words, no, when you No, I understand talk-
0: what you're saying, which yeah. comes first. Freedom yes. comes first every time.
3: No, but what every I'm time. saying... Uh, Look, okay. Look, I understand that. I understand what you're saying, uh, Ernest. You're, you're, here's a, here's a problem that we're going to have. There's not going to be a hell of a lot of dis- d- disagreement with what's going on here, and that's it's difficult. How? Again, there is not going to be a lot of disagreement. Even your how, if I can break your how down into Dumb. being similar to the things that I that I think uh, things should be done.
0: Do, okay. See, I don't think things should be done. Who built the no, roads? No, I don't know. Same no, people that build them now. What do I care?
3: Oh, you, know? you do I care. You should have you, airships uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love that. Hey, what I love I that. Flying car, that man? I love that airship that you had. I hope you build it. Do you have the money to build
0: that stuff, man? Yeah, about this big on a three D printer.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, the, uh, but Yeah, go ahead.
0: <laughs> well, no, it. And we could go issue by issue, and it's always going to come down to this. The idea that to protect the individual, the New Mexico governor did this. She comes yeah. out and she says, 30 day moratorium, no, more guns, no, no guns. guns or whatever right. guns because the health of guns. Yeah. And I'm going, wow. Who told her she could do that? What, what well, advisor got her to do this, to think that she wasn't going to have an enormous blowback on she so knew many she, levels,
3: she wanted the blowback. She knew she was going to Why? get the blowback, and she wanted the blowback. Why? Because you know, like when you talk about working on on a mother's the thoughts of a mother and her and and her kid getting shot, right? Believe it or not, uh, the the it, even though the politicians aren't where the people are where where it comes to guns, etc. Uh, she is more in line with where the 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 mass of the people are with guns but wait a minute before you tell me i am trying to control your rights i'm not no i disagree but
2: whatever
3: but no no but the people 80 something percent of the people would like a hell of a lot of gun control because of their fear of guns i have i have a fear of guns okay i do you probably don't but i do uh, and it's I'm officially, afraid I don't about. have one.
0: I guarantee that. No, but here's the
3: deal. As a black dude, right? A black dude, anybody with guns, I fear because I know that the consequences of blowing me up, uh, isn't the same as the consequences as blowing you up. That's just a, that's just a calculable fact, right? But so I don't, I don't particularly like, uh, guns and that sort of stuff. But that said, again, uh, if you're out there on your farm with your, I have no problem with whatever the hell. If you want to have a bazooka in your fa- or on your farm, go for it. But when we are in in a certain level of close close proximities, where I can't after after the fact, I'm dead. Right after the if I say, well, you know, your, your thing is that um, if it's in my benefit and all that kind of a stuff. But for certain things, after the fact, I'm already dead. It doesn't matter and that is where i come from.
0: Okay, this is you can pick so many different things like that. And I'm yeah. looking I went through this at Arizona State University. I mm-hmm. you know my I only took a semester of college. I was totally totally the, the bloom fell off the rose, man. I I it really I thought i was going into and keep in mind this is the early 80s. Right, and I'm and I'm thinking that I'm going into you know higher learning and have philosophical discussions. I'm going to learn something because I had a pretty good high school experience. I go in and uh, philosophy one hundred and one, and they wanted us to write. Of course, they wanted us to write what they wanted us to write. Is what I right. found out. But the uh, and keep in mind this is right when affirmative action was really you know taking Mm -hmm. hold you know I didn't get any benefit or help you know but you know other people did so I'm going well that's kind of messed up but okay I'll just work harder and deal with it and whatever but the um, the paper was on you need to promote utilitarianism rule utilitarianism the most benefit for the most people kind of argument. Then there was a deontologist, which was like, um, uh, you don't violate certain rights or principles. Well, of course, they came from the point, well, you can have all these rights. I, I, I thought of this with the New Mexico governor. Well, you know, that something's going to happen, something bad, and I got somebody's got to do something. When I made the argument, and I thought I was clever, I'm going, mm-hmm. I am of the opinion, and wrote my paper, mm-hmm. and gave some examples and stuff, that... In order to benefit the most people for the most t- amount of time, the most stable society, mm-hmm. you have to support individual rights. Blanket, end of story. And the That's, reason... Uh, absolutely so. Unless it's guns and you need gun control. No, 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 well, no, 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 no.
3: Understand this. I Look, when I, again, as a black person, if I don't support individual rights in a country that's majority white, I don't believe in race, but we live in a racialized society. The people that should most support individual rights are people of any sort of minority. And the reason why is otherwise, you know, the majority can go against the minority in absolutely any form. So any person of sense would say, yeah, we have to do individual rights. And that's the reason why we got the Bill of Rights anyway, because some, a few smart, uh, of the founding fathers said, and, and I don't think they were all smart, but a few of the smart ones said, wait a minute, wait a minute, you know, uh, we gotta, we not passing this constitution unless we know there are certain exactly. protections for exactly. the individual. Okay. So I am there with you. And that's why I tell you, brother, you're going to see that, oh, a real progressive, it's closer to what you're saying. No,
0: no, no. I- you and I get along fine. That's not, you know, but it's good for, you know, ourselves to have an understanding and respect for each other and for the audience.
3: Yes, and, absolutely.
0: And, and and I have an obligation, as you do, to be consistent. And for me to, you know, make whatever, to say that there's not, you know, a, a two-tier system, you know, where minorities are treated one way and, you know, Caucasians are, are another you know, I, I I don't know what the genesis history. of that is. It defies history.
3: It defies history if you if you, uh, if you go against that, right?
0: Yeah, but the base causes are not as simple as people would make I give you a good example. Yeah. For me, you know, just because I don't care, you know, and that's a common thing, right? Like the well, we can go on about that later, but my my whole point is when we have the racial issue on which I really hate doing because I don't care. And I go, I don't care. You know, I, I thought that was the goal. I thought that mm-hmm. was the point. I content of your character. I had mm-hmm. probably in Arizona, most of my employees are Hispanic, you know? And whether they were legal or not, I think. I need
3: to interrupt you, brother. I need to interrupt you to say this. <laughs>
2: Romania the insatiable desire
0: for freedom we have been for our It's the new 3 song heavy metal EP from Captain Kickass the next will... Available now on your favorite music app or get it directly from captainkickass.com Welcome to Declare Your Independence on the Free Talk Live Network.
1: It's time for Declare Your Independence with Ernest Hancock.
2: Believe me when I say we have a difficult time ahead of us, but if we are to be prepared for it, we must first shed our fear of it. I stand here without fear because I remember I remember that I am here not because of the path that lies before me, but because of the path that lies behind me. I remember that for 100 years we have fought these machines. And after a century of war, I remember that which matters most. We are still here! Let us make them remember.
0: Hancock on the Free Talk Live Network. We're continuing our conversation with Alberto Willis. And Willis is a talk show host from Texas, near Houston, north of Houston. And uh, right when he was just going to give me what fur and explain it to me, he had, you know, and then his battery on his Bluetooth headset or something went out. And uh, so there was a, a, a delay there and got off track right when I wanted them. Come after me, you know? So, I don't know. It's a God thing. But, you know, I was looking forward to it. But we dragged it out of them, you know, as uh, we continue with this. This is a libertarian, leave me aloneist versus a progressive. And uh, we're trying to have a civil conversation here. And I was really trying to prompt this kind of... um, Criticism, And right when he's going to give me what for, his mic went out. But it just went out for a few seconds, and it kind of derailed him. But uh, later we get into it. So this, it wasn't intentional. I just wanted you to know that. That was on his side. So we're going to continue the conversation. You're going to enjoy this. So stay right there and enjoy. My whole point is when we have the racial issue, on which I really hate doing because I don't care, and I go, I don't care. You know, I I thought that was the goal. I thought that mm-hmm. was the point. I content of your character. I had mm-hmm. probably in Arizona, most of my employees are Hispanic. I, I need
3: to interrupt you, brother. I need to interrupt you to say this, and that's a problem with you. All right, you 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 are this 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 boisterous proud. Uh-
0: I lost your audio. Somebody tried to call in or something. Now he's conducting business, got to do something.
3: You sure you can hear me now?
0: Yeah. D, let, let me go ahead and express what myself I, fully so I you understand, understand so we can. This.
3: Uh, I'm going to fix this in a minute. Uh, let's go ahead and fix that here. Okay. All right. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I Something happened to this thing. I'm not sure what. It seems like it's not as long-lasting as it should be. Okay.
0: Okay, I'm going to bring you down a little bit. You're a little loud. Okay. okay. No, is-
3: what, what I was trying to say is the following. You are not your typical white guy uh, sort of a thing, okay? And you see things through the objective eyes that you're looking for. Which through. is what I'm, I'm trying to advocate. Right. But the problem is
0: that is not
3: what we get in America.
0: So all the more reason not to give them a shiny badge and power to do the stupid stuff that they do. That's my point. You're making my point. You have people that are bad. Let's give them a shiny badge and some money and, a, and an F-16. Let's do that. That's a bad <laughs> idea. You know? So where's our F-35. I was here a minute ago. I mean, you know, I'm just, I, I'm, this is so, this is one thing. Let me, let me finish. Yes. When I have racial issues come up and so on, they go well this and that. Now I, I don't care because mm-hmm. I don't. I thought that was the point. I grew up in Florida in the '60s. I was born in '61. I remember, you know, the burial of RFK Jr. I remember when you know uh, Martin Luther King got shot. I remember, you know, the, the Vietnam War. I remember, you know, this kind of stuff. I'm, you know, we're the same age. You know, you remember this stuff. So oh, I remember, yeah. I remember busing. You know, I got, by, man, the parents are all freaked out about us busing. Everybody just had new friends. I don't care. And I'm a kid. So the thing is, is that when I go to Babylon, I thought I wasn't supposed to care. I don't care, you know. I judge individuals as individuals. They're for this, against that. They want to steal from me. They want to take my stuff. They want to have a armed goon come in from the IRS with eighty seven thousand new, newly armed tax guys want to take my crap, you know. And advocated by my, I go. I don't care if you're black or white or whatever the hell. Don't care. Hell, the, the white is going to be freaking minority in this country, if not already anyway. So no, it, no,
3: whites, it, it's going to be a long time. It's a long time. Become more don't Latinos
0: care. White. Don't I, care. I, don't care. I agree don't with care. you. you know, I agree so with you. So anytime that you bring this stuff up, I go, how does it interact with my personal, individual interactions with someone when there is a disadvantage, when there is a you know, wanting racism. You know, mm-hmm. it's a society thing. It's been purged. You know, and my observation from government to the point that it goes the other way. You know, I feel okay. like I have, I have got that. racism against me. You know, so I'm going whoa, 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 whoa. It's a crime <laughs> to be white. You know, I'm just like no, really. So there, the uh, I, whole idea of affirmative action was a mistake. The idea <laughs> of um. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, restitution, reparation, uh, reparations, reparations, reparations. You know, yeah. mistake. All of this is just feeds into racism. We were less racist before Obama got in. When Obama, I was of course for Ron Paul. Obama gets in, and everybody was excited, and the minority community. I'm going good for them. You know, you got you you got to win. Okay, are we done now? No, it got worse. What made to... it
3: worse? What made it worse for you Cuz it's friend?
0: weaponized. How did
3: it get weaponized in your in your in your parlance? What happened to make it weaponized?
0: There, it was weaponized way before. But you have um the entitlement community, you go and you say, "Nope, can't have uh, a father in the household, or you don't qualify for certain stuff. Okay, guarantee-
3: that, that, that that actually is terrible. That is why they guaranteed the black family. you're going to have problems. That destroyed the black
0: family. Guaranteed. That, I yeah, saw it that happen. Destroyed the
3: black family. Yes.
0: Because when okay. I was in Florida as a kid, you had the black community. They had yeah. the really cool church services. Okay. Yeah. They had the you know you know uh, the black businesses do whatever you know. Hey, can I go? Then, as a kid. The balcony in the movie theater, I wanted to sit up there. No, that's for the black people. I'm like, what makes them so special? How come they get the balcony? I want to go to the balcony. You know, I didn't understand. I was a kid. My father had a golf service station. I was yes. a guy at, you know, from like 8 to 12 years old.
3: You pumped I, the gas for somebody. I
0: pumped the gas. I pumped the yes. gas. I'd help with the change of tires. I was, you know, playing with whatever the heck, and I cleaned the bathroom. Mm-hmm. What were the clean? There were three bathrooms. Mm-hmm. The one around the back that I didn't even know. I thought it was like a secret bathroom that was one of the neighbors. I had no idea. The back bathroom, always clean. The women's bathroom, always clean. The men's bathroom, grease and cripe everywhere. I'm always cleaning that thing. I go and use the bathroom, the third one, in the back. One of the older guys that was the tire guy goes to my dad and he says, And your son's using the colored bathroom, colored bathroom of colored bathroom. So my dad brings you over and he goes, now, son, you can't use that bathroom because that's for the colors. And I go, why do they get the clean bathroom? What the hell? What kind of crap is this? You know, that was nice. I go, why do they get that? And then my dad looked at me and he was you know, freaking N-word all the time. Anyway, so it wasn't like he was any bastion of virtue. But, you know, he looked at me, and he saw the logic in my, and he's like, never mind, do what you want, you know? And I'm just like, bat, I grew up with this stuff. I could okay, see I, it happen.
3: I want to query you on two things, however, my brother, okay? First of all, understand that I don't believe, I think race is the most stupid thing, personally, uh, but it. But we live in a racialized society. and Hey, okay, why do you somebody, say that? why do i say that yeah we're in a, um let me let me be frank i'm a professional i write books i'm an engineer i do all these things and when i walk into a store i am followed i I'm, I'm saying it's not only that i'm followed in a store i've done all kinds of tests that shows that my hue my pigmentation still to this day makes a difference in america and i'm not i am not the type you can you see you can have a regular conversation with me you can tell me anything you can even say certain
0: things. You know, that I I w- can I can agree with you on cringe. that, but I tell yeah. you, you know, it, it's it's a byproduct of them throwing dad out of the house.
3: Let me let, look let let me let me qualify. Something, I mean, you you, you,
0: okay? cre- you create these problems with people no, of no, color, no. and then no, no, no. it happens. It's on the news all the time. They experience Brother. it, and then they're not supposed to be wary.
3: Brother, let me say something here because this is where I want to change your mindset on something. I hope. All right. What you see on TV about crime in a uh, black crime isn't what really occurs in America. Let me tell you a little quick thing. Uh, if you, look, if you go ahead and watch TV, all the crime you see is black. However, if you go to probation, the probation and all of that, You wonder, where did all these white people come from? Okay? Because, again, the the image that we have, and it's by design. Remember what you talk about, government and media and all of that? It's by design. It is essential that when you look at black people, you look at black people. When I'm using this as just an example. It is important that you look at black people and see a problem, because that is how we control society. Let me tell you better. The same problem I look at a have.
0: government program and I see a problem. I don't look okay, at let, people. Let,
3: okay, I understand, but uh, government, you and I already agree that government is a part of the fascist system from the corporate system, right? You and I agree on that. Corporations control government. Government government isn't in cahoot with corporations, and corporations need to stay viable. Corporations need to keep a certain amount of angst between people so that they can continue the control of people. Let me finish. As it turns out now, uh, when you see crime on TV, it looks black, it looks Latino, it looks brown. But when you go to the, when you go and look at the actual stats, that's not true. Let's even go one step further. If you take a look at, uh, let's go down the Appalachian Trail from Pennsylvania, Alabama, and all these places, right? They have the same degeneracy that you have, let's say, in the ghetto. So my program, Politics Done Right, I say, Whenever we unite the barrios, the ghettos and Appalachia, we are going to win the battle. What that means is when white people, poor white people, when black folk uh, in the ghettos and when Latinos in the barrios realize, hey, guys, you know what? We got the same thing going on. That's when we make the change, because the same thing that you see from a socioeconomic degree in every single community is replicated from birth rates uh, out of wedlock. All of that's the same.
0: No, no, I don't have I don't have a problem with you know facts. This is, but here is a fact. Yeah, you have um, an Asian or yes. a black or yeah. whatever does a murder, and then the news says mostly white guy does whatever. I went through. I, I give you a perfect example. If you put up, you do a search on Ernest Hancock, CNN. Okay, yeah. I guarantee it comes up with black man with a AR-15. Chris was a Ron Paul revolutionary back when Obama came to Phoenix, and I'm interviewing him. Chris Matthews on MSNBC freaked, got to have it. He wouldn't do it live. The only one that would do, it, I go, I'll talk to you, but it's live. CNN. Yeah. I go on CNN, do you know what happened? MSNBC wouldn't show that he was black. It was white skin, skinheads doing everything.
3: You know, it, it is amazing because, and I think that's a detriment to all sides, right? Of it's course. a detriment to all sides. And let me tell you what I do. There was a guy in in, in, in South Carolina, I think it was, uh, the, the police officers r- broke into his home. I think he was a drug dealer, white guy, and blow him up to smithereens. They got the wrong house. Nobody covered it. I covered it. Thank you. All right. All right. The, the reason I'm trying to say this is we are being manipulated. Now I wanna I wanna push back to with you on one thing, however, I I take exception when we talk about reverse discrimination, depending on how it's in in what context it is, right? Because it's always um, bad. No, 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 no. What I'm what I'm saying <laughs> is what what. No, no, no. I, I, I'm not saying it's not always bad. Racist Uh, prejudice and racism, all of that stuff is bad. But I think the narrative I don't want to go out there is that somehow uh, white men are currently at a disadvantage in society because that is a narrative that a lot of folks not... Oh, they're trying to make sure you're at a disadvantage. It's like we're
0: under-targeted.
3: No, wait, 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 my brother, wait. You're talking to a black man here, all right? Uh, The truth of the matter is white guys are never at a disadvantage in this currency if you have a few puny people saying the white guy did this or the white guy that are none of that matters because the capital in this country and everything in this country is controlled by the white guy the thing that we have to realize is the one oppressing the other white guys is the white guy on top right, right? and, and right. that is what we have to <laughs> we have to get I'm with so, you in other words, uh, so here's the deal. We can't be messing with the the what. We can't be. You and I should be in cahoots against that white guy on
0: Absolutely. top. Absolutely, for on me top. to have people of. I See, how is this people of color thing? I mean, what the hell does that even mean? I, you know, I don't know. I'm a black dude. I'm yeah. a Panamanian. I'm a Latino black guy. I'm a freaking I want, human I want, being. Hell, I, I'm, wait, wait, I'm wait, a red-headed wait. freckle face. I, Ginger I'm, wasn't cool when I was little. Hey, you're, and you're a good-looking white
3: guy. You're a good-looking white guy. <laughs> Let me tell you something, okay? Old white guy. Listen, <laughs> no, you're not the same age. Don't give me that bull. I just have no hair on my head. That's all. But, but, um, but again... I want you and I to be in this cahoots to get the big shots because the idea is this. Those white guys that I see march marching around with these stuff that we will not be uh, replaced, it pisses me off. And the reason it pisses me off is not that those guys, not that my white brothers and sisters are talking about we will not be replaced, it's the guys who are making them think that they are being replaced to control them. And that is what gets me. So, when I talk about, and let's get back to my book in a little bit, when I talk about how to talk to your right wing relatives, friends, and neighbors, a lot of my stuff, after I go through the technical stuff about how economics work and all that kind of stuff, it's the same brothers. We are in the same team. It's that, it's the system. Who do you think love each other better? Do you think Oprah and, and Oprah and, uh, and not I'm gonna use a white, billionaire and a black billionaire do you think Oprah and Trump would do anything for you and I hell no they are to them they will work together against us I did a blog piece on my show with the guy who bought BET I think Johnson or something like that who sold BET okay this guy goes on TV
0: black entertainment television
3: right okay this guy goes on TV he's a 100 complete percent capitalist doesn't give a damn about anything I, the, the capitalist class is a very thin class. They make us believe we're all capitalists. We're not. A very thin class. And they work together. Kanye West and... Uh, I Look, people call uh, Donald Trump a racist, right? I I, I I do as well. But here's the thing I know deep on the inside. Deep on the inside, I know Kanye West and, and Trump are buddies. I know that all these black guys that are moneyed, are buddies with 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 uh, with Trump. It's a game, and we have to play the game better than they do. Or we're gonna
0: continue to be eaten up. You know how I that's win the game? I don't how? play it. I I, I I do not play that game. And it, you know that's what when one you way said let me, let me let me inject this when you said yeah. that um you know it's the white guys at the top. Well, yes, will there's some Chinese in there. there yes. There, there's some Germans. Some Russians. There's, and there's some, some black guys too. There, there's some from Mexico. There's a black guy. I don't even look at that as a race thing. You know, right. I say, I, you know, there are most of them. Hell, there's a lot more women now. I look at Pelosi and yeah, you know, the power of the white woman doing the witch of whatever the hell. See, I don't even look at. I don't even look at that. I don't care. I but just. You I don't, don't... go. Get... I don't don't. care. Nobody should care. We should do what you're you're saying. We should come together and recognize it's the power. It's the office. It's the the shiny badge. It's the philosophy and the mindset that they can and should rule you. You are too stupid to govern yourself, and the elite needs to tell you what to do, because we're doing you a favor, you dummy. I I agree with you, but the thing
3: about it is I have to get to the those those white guys that are marching, you won't replace us. I got to get them to see who the Why? enemy really what do I is. Let, well, I do care. I do care because they're gonna shoot me. <laughs>
0: I don't believe. Uh, hey, brother,
3: let me tell you. I uh, tried. I was gonna go out to Waco, right, to to hang out with some militia guys, right. I met this militia guy in DC, and he's like, Hey, Bertha, you know how to talk to people, and you like people, and all of that. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna bring you into the. Uh, uh, with the milit- militia, right? And I said, uh, "You know, you know, I'm going to do it." So I come home. My wife, I'm a, I'm a black Panamanian, and I'm using race because here it matters. I, as I told you, I do think race is stupid, but it, it definitely matters. matters to you. <laughs> yes. It, no, 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 no. I, I, I'm, I'm, telling you, it matters, right? Well, you, you, I think you agree with me. So uh, it shouldn't, but it does. So my wife now is a born American. And she looked at me and said, to hell you are going to talk to those militia guys.
0: And I'm like, look, we're going to have a talk. I want to sit down and have. why she's know, afraid you're going to be a running target or something?
3: She's afraid. She's scared to death. You know, and, and what I'm saying is that is that is a reality of some people. Right. I'm not. Look, and, and you are not a good example because you are a straight, a straight up guy and you say whatever the hell you mean. I love talking to you. I disagree with you on, the, on, on part of that stuff about you know the race thing, but you're an up and standing guy. We can rap, but not everybody likes you.
0: I thought not seeing race was the goal. It is the goal. Well, okay, it's what we well, want. I I, I I reached it. I win. Done. Next.
3: I I I. <laughs> hey, I look. I got you. I I mean, I think I I don't disagree with you that. Unfortunately, you got to bring a lot of other folks on with you.
0: I don't have so to shook. anything. Bro, we just no, got to set the okay, example. Wait,
3: okay, wait, 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 wait. I, I made the mistake. I, I made the mistake. I, whenever, remember, that's how I talk. I don't mean to say you have to do a damn thing. No, I understand. Freedom guy, so that doesn't go. But I'm going to take advantage so, of every opportunity saying. I get. I, I know you're going to. I know you're going to. <laughs> but what I'm saying, brother, is that uh, you know, other white guys have to look at you and check you out and see that kind of a stuff and say, "Hey, damn." If the one and only Ernest Hancock thinks like that, then I, the best form of flattery is imitation. They'll start imitating you and then they will become you. <laughs> All of that's in my book. You know,
0: my, my, my view is that yeah. I used to think that you know, everybody was liberty-oriented. Everybody was libertarian. They just didn't know it yet. You know? Yes, I agree. Then, then it gets, you know, over time I'm going, yeah, there is personality types. There are some, and then a lot of the politicians, you know, early on, the late 80s, early 90s, I'm like, something's wrong with these people. And it wasn't until the last few years, one of my regular guests, we were talking about sociopathy. I always hear you, sociopath, psychopath, what the heck does that even mean?
2: And- Kill it off and me, this ring. I'm giving it to you. Don't tempt me, photo. I dare not take it. I would use this ring from a desire to do good, but through me it would wield a power too great and terrible to imagine.
5: But it cannot stay in the Shire. No, no it can't. So the protection of life, liberty, and property is, is what the Free State Project is all about, but it's an, it's an effort to move 20,000 people who understand. It's about demonstrating to the entire country
4: that, yeah, we can
5: have a free market, a truly free market, making it just a free, a great place to live. It's the world's largest, volunteerist libertarian community, and it's it's only getting bigger. That's amazing to be able to move to a place where other people like passionately believe in being free and independent. What the Free State Project is managing to ...to do, though, is to put their money where their mouth is. It's physically getting up across the country and saying, let's go someplace and let's demonstrate the power of these ideas. There's a lot of kind of philosophy that surrounds liberty. There's a lot of thinking about it and talking about it. But here in New Hampshire, people are doing it. 101 Reasons Liberty Lives in New Hampshire, a documentary by Free State Project Early Movers. Watch it free at 101reasonsfilm.com. 101reasonsfilm.com.
1: Rhodes? It's the Ernest Hancock Show. Where we're going, there aren't any roads.
0: Uncovering the secrets and exposing the lies. That's what readers of FreemansPhoenix.com get every day. Readers of FreemansPhoenix.com are constantly provided the information that detail the real news between the lines of propaganda about government policies and the true relationship we all have with coercive governments. Learn the true condition of our economy, innovations and technological breakthroughs in energy, health, computer science, and space travel. Learn the truth well before it's admitted to in the lamestream media, the media that is so last century. Corporate media has evolved into nothing more than distributors of government propaganda. But we now have a fantastic alternative. freedomsphoenix.com provides constant news updates on the issues that affect our lives in the most important ways. Our liberty and our property are under constant attack, and freedomsphoenix.com provides an understanding behind the propaganda while encouraging the participation of our readers. Join us at freedomsphoenix.com. That's freedoms dot freedomsphoenix.com where the revolution between the ears has already matured. Welcome back to Declare Your Independence with me, Ernest Hancock, and the Free Talk Live Network on Genesis. And we're continuing our conversation with Egberto Willies. He is a talk show host, an entrepreneur, a businessman, and a progressive out of Kingwood, Texas, which is near Houston. Uh, he's a self-proclaimed... Oh, progressive, hardcore. And he has just written a book, How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relatives, Friends, and Neighbors, because they need a talking (laughs) to. So we're having fun. We continue. A lot of the politicians, you know, early on, the late 80s, early 90s, I'm like, Uh something's wrong with these people. And it wasn't until the last few years, one of my regular guests, we were talking about Sociopathy. I always hear you a sociopath, psychopath. What the heck does that even mean? It's like you're calling somebody, you know, whatever. I, I you know, it's, it, it, it was demeaning in some way, but I didn't know what it meant. Right. Then as we started, it was during the 16 campaign. And again, we did since Trump came down the escalator in the summer mm-hmm. of 15, a good friend of mine that's Republican, he's a doctor in Scottsdale, and he goes, uh, now, Ernie, don't be a hater. He was a Ron Paul guy. Don't be a hater, but I want to come on every week and do the Trump report. Mm-hmm. We've been doing it for like eight years. We just finished it uh, this week, today, this morning. Because it gets
3: a lot of eyeballs. I mean, it's great, right? You well, guys- no, it,
0: it, it was, I go, heck yeah, bring it on. Because what's he going to do? Trump, Trump, guy wrote Trump, MAGA, Trump, and Trump and bad guys in the government, Trump. And I'm like, right. you're still voting? I go, I don't care. I don't I haven't voted since 02. I run for office. Yeah, I've run yeah. for for state legislature twice, Secretary of State twice, Congress three times, County Recorder, US Senate against McCain. I run, but I don't vote. And they'll come to mm-hmm. me and go, We have that you didn't vote. All the seasoned reporters that know me go No, never ask Ernie <laughs> that, you know? So I go, let <laughs> me tell you why. So this is I'm experienced in forums, in debates, television. You know, doing. I, I've been doing this for decades and decades. But
3: you are a rebel. You are a
0: rebel. Not as much as people try and think. When well, we started I mean, doing, let me finish. When we yeah. started doing the 16 campaign, and Dr. Frank, you know, I'd read the uh, sociopath next door. They had some experiences with a friend, something, and he started describing what it meant. And then all of a sudden, it was like a lightning bolt. That is what was wrong with these politicians I've been dealing with all these years. They don't care. They have no empathy. There's no shame or guilt. They do whatever the hell they want. And they're selected for those traits by people that want them to do whatever. And they have no moral uh, hurdle to get over because they don't care. They don't care. They're going to do whatever they want because they don't care. Pay me, I do it. And I have to sit there and market, advertise to me. It's the shiny badge. It's the yeah. power. And I'm going eliminate the power and whatever power you have, make it local the way it used to be. All of these problems that we have, you can trace it back to some act, some new law, some new decision, some new something that kept diminishing the power of individual Americans and consolidated it with the protection of shiny badges and guns by the government. And it's one of the reasons why the second amendment is so important to Liberty people. You just ask the Australians, ask the Germans, ask the Chechnyans, ask the Serbians, ask, ask, ask. This is because they did what they did in Australia during the lockdown, the brutality, because they took all their guns a decade before you know, or longer. This is, See, I, I
3: think that, that there's a part where I think I would disagree with you. That, that is a one, dis. and all this long conversation, right? That's it. My look, if you want to have a gun and all of that, I don't have a problem with that. I believe in the second. I, I don't like the second amendment, but I live with the second amendment, right? In other words, that you have the right to have the gun, all that good stuff. Why? It's not around me.
0: Just Why? not around
3: me. I don't want it around. Why? Me okay. Because yeah, go ahead.
0: Well, no, I, I want to, you know, Your opposition to guns—they're dangerous, they're scary, they're threatening, they're something. You know, um, why do you think that was the Second Amendment? Why? Why did they? Why not the Tenth? Why not even off of it? I mean, why do you think it was there?
3: It's not a difficult. The same reason you had a Three Fifths Amendment—it was the times. No, the times. It It, was the times to
0: protect the First Amendment. When the, no, pe- I, when the peaceful I, I, alternative it, is the there, what did JFK no, say? JFK I, goes, if those that make peaceful revolution impossible make mm-hmm. violent revolution inevitable. I, look, that's true.
3: That's true. That is true. Uh, but again, I don't think you have, look, like I said, we have a second amendment and I, I just want the second amendment to have some features that protect me as well. Okay. Me, who's a person that don't like guns.
0: How are you going that's to be all protected? I, with doing away with guns, I am um, look. No, the more I'm not vulnerable to, you I, are, the more I, I feel like there. I, I always look at school shootings. It, some balls I, I go, there wasn't enough guns. You no, know, good no, no, guys buy buy with a gun is always the one that stops the bad guy. Anyway, I don't, I,
3: I don't buy that because of what the stat says. But that's fine. We don't have to agree on that. I, don't I buy can that stat
0: one. the crap out of you.
3: <laughs> I know. I, I look the stat. Look, if you go to every country, we are the country that has the most most
0: shooting all that good stuff, right? We're Not a if you take country. out the democratic-run big cities, you take out New York, L.A., Philadelphia, Chicago, and all of a sudden we're number, you know, one seventy out of one hundred and ninety in those countries. Uh, first of all,
3: if that is uh, okay, I can't argue with you on that number because I, I haven't looked it up in that regards. I looked it up as America, but even if you take out those cities, you'd have to include Oklahoma, Tulsa, uh, uh. uh and, and all the cities that have the highest murder rates, which are not democratic cities. The cities in America with the highest, and you can look that one up, the cities with the highest murder rates are red cities, you know? So, uh, that, that, is, that is something to be, that we should, that we should put into the ethos here. But I don't even look at it that way, uh, because, you know, red cities, blue cities, whatever, a dead man is a dead man is a dead man, right? Yeah. So, so I mean, I, I, what I want is I, again, you can have your gun. You can do whatever. I don't like guns. I have a bat in my house. If somebody comes into my house, before they they, they get to me, I'll be hiding and batting their heads off, you know. But uh, And that's just because stats also tell you that most of the people who get hurt with the guns in their homes are your relatives. But again, that's not to say I want to take away your right. We wrote it into the Constitution. It's not going to change in the Constitution. I just want my right Protected as well.
0: Which is that what? Well. What is your right? What What is it that you have to do to protect your right?
3: I have i i my my personal welfare, and that is to be around uh, having the opportunity to have places where guns are not, uh, where I can tell you I don't want a gun in here. And you somebody's see, going you go to, to
0: decide the, where that is.
3: No, 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 no. no. I'm saying I no. We, we, Wherever you use, are, let's let's <laughs> use your free. Let's use your freedom methodology. And your freedom methodology would say, if you want to be in my proximity, right, come without your gun. If I have a store and I don't want guns in my store, you can't have a gun in my store. No, and I'm all about freedom.
0: property rights. You right. know, we we okay, went through
3: so, this. You know, this yeah, is... Will- so I- so that's what I'm saying. If, if a corporation also Yeah, wants but you to know, say, to go,
0: I'm in the park, everybody, you got like this invisible shield around you. Nobody can have guns. Okay, well, let's, let's talk about
3: that park stuff. Let's talk about the park stuff because that's true. You, you have a valid point there. You, you may be with a group of folks who say, you know, we want to have parks that have these things. Well, where possible, we can have parks that are gun-free and parks that are laissez-faire. You, I mean, I'm saying, what I'm saying is, if you really like We've freedom, gone through this before. I know. If you really want freedom, right? Let's have let's let's do let's create the policies that can give people the most freedom possible. And that is I don't want to infringe on your right, you don't want to infringe on my right. And that's where you know, we come together.
0: The the thing that is, you know, was really there was a it's a long story, but I was asked to write a, a guest column for the Arizona Republic on this issue. Mm-hmm. And um and it was um why was it? Why is it always guns? And it was mm-hmm. I plagiarized the crap out of a you know libertarian friend of mine. I asked, him, I go, <laughs> I go, hey man, I I want to take this theme. I mean, I of course changed it a little bit, but you know, it was that concept. And because I'm a libertarian activist for freedom of everything. I mean, I, it, I didn't pick and choose one of their the freedoms. The answer, what's the question? Mm-hmm. But then it was like Ernie, it's always guns with you. Why is it always guns? And I'm going because it's a Vulcan mind meld into the state. It's how they see you. Mm-hmm. You know they'd rather have my hundred and you know twenty pound wife um, strangled with her pantyhose in an alley than her have the ability to defend herself against a two hundred and thirty pound attacker. And I'm going why? I, why? Why is do you, that?
3: Do you really believe that though?
0: Yeah, they they would rather have somebody dead than emphasize that they defended themselves legally with a firearm.
3: You see, I don't believe... I am
0: not... I, I see it all that, the time. I, or it's, but
3: here's the thing. I don't... Look, uh, if 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 somebody is in, in peril and there's somebody with a gun, I want them to use that gun, okay? Uh, so, I mean, uh, I don't like this, this extreme thing about, oh, we... Like you, you like guns. Do I consider
0: you a bad person because yeah, you I, like, guns? like no, no. guns? It's not. That's not even it. I give you a perfect example, so you understand. Yeah. I have yeah. twelve grandkids. Okay. Yeah. We go out. It's you know, you know, whichever family or the boys of this. There's always we're going out. Papa's going to movies. Papa's right. going go karting. Papa's going desert. We're something, something. So normally, usually, you know, I don't go out with a firearm on. So right. or I have small concealable one. That I just put in my pocket, you know, whatever. Now my gunny friends already, oh, you can't you know, I go, well, are you armed? I go, well, good. You can have your back to there. You can, you can protect me. And he goes, well, don't count on it. You know? So I'm just like, you know, so I don't really, I'm not that afraid unless I'm going to somewhere where I need a gun. You know, if I well, in Colorado, you that.
3: should be afraid of going to the darn movie theater. That's why well, this guy came. Right. Yeah, I mean, you know, right? so,
0: but when I go with my grandkids, I'm on another level of responsibility You know, I have, you know, my, my kids would freaking disown me if I wasn't able to defend them, you know? So I'm, you know, so I'm way more when Donna and I, my wife and I, I got more responsibility. I'm out with friends. There's a lot of women. I have children, you know, something like that. I make a greater effort to make sure that I am armed. Okay. Am I really worried not for myself I I just don't really care and I you know but I have it available it's in the car or it's in here on the bus or I have so I have probably over a couple dozen guns not That's all right. of them are on the bus or're back in Arizona most of them right, 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 but right. you know I have you know enough that I need there's been some sketchy stuff going on you know well, so look, I, I'm
3: on the road I can see let me tell you and and that is something that I may have to consider. I've spoke, I've talked about having a politics done right bus, not a bus, a van, a politics done right van going around, doing stops and all that good stuff whenever I got it funded. But, um, and, and that is something that I would actually really have to consider. But you see, I have another thing to consider when I'm talking about having a gun in a car, right? Um, each state's they, they, different. No, but that's, but not you're the in thing Texas. About- <laughs> Uh, I'm in. I'm in a crazy state, man. I don't even need to get a license. I can just go get a gun. Woo! All right, but but uh, here's a race thing that gonna come in again. Uh, whenever you are around a cop and and you say you have a gun, I know you don't like to hear this because you think it's racialized, but it is true that you have to be quite careful and act quite differently. Yeah. You ought to see me on stops. Okay, and I, I'm an educated book writing, uh, radio host, all of that that you have a gun. No, sir. Uh Can I see your license? May I take my hands, my right hands and put it into my left pocket. Uh, I'm telling you, you know, that is, that is my behavior.
0: You know, it's mine also. I've, um, you know, my, I've, yeah, well, let me tell you this. My father at one time, he was a deputy sheriff in Florida mm-hmm. and then he became a city councilman in Decatur, Texas, Mm-hmm. And I am going. You guys, that you gave that guy a gun and a badge, you gave him authority. Or I go, man, who the heck did that? You know, I, I, I know. I was like, well, we are in trouble. You know, yeah. So it's uh, my experience in being stopped and everything because it depends also on what bumper stickers you have, what True, event you are at. You know what? Yeah. They, so I am always, you know, on the or are they just targeting you, you know, for the right. kind of activism that we do. So we've had a lot of relationships with uh, police and the confrontation prevention squad and customer, you know, uh, 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 what do they call it? Uh, uh, Relations department, public Mm -hmm. relations and stuff. So it's been not totally based on if I was white or black, you Mm -hmm. run up against the same. This is the point that I want to make. If it is, we're after the people that, are abusing their power, which are a bunch of black cops. Okay, I agree. oh wait, I you see know, black you're, you're, cops beating you the said, crap out of somebody. Wait, you uh, said that. I am so sorry
3: that you said that before I said it. And let me, let me, uh, because again, I write about this. Okay, it's the police force itself. itself. When, when you are a police, you are not black or white. You are authority. And the the difference here is the following. This authority know that the life of Ernest Hancock is uh, more problematic than the life of Egberto Willys. In other words, the chances of their violence that they would use on Egberto Willies would be likely greater than what they use on Ernest Hancock. Not a nice thing to say, but the evidence is there that shows that. Uh, that kid that was running from those five black cops that beat the crap out of him till he died. You know, folks, uh, all my my right wing folks came on my radio show and said, you see, look at what it, these are black cops. And I, I had to point them. And I said, when did I ever say white police officer or when did I ever say that integrating a police force or making a police force more black or whatever is going to change the behavior? It's not the issue. The issue is how does that behavior reflect on people of different hues and that's what it's all about and i wish more people would get it you sure did get it
0: i get a lot of things the main I know you thing do. the main the main thing that i get is that there is a conscious targeted effort against freedoms of individuals that are not doing what they, them, those, the collective want them to do. And this, we're going to agree. Compliance with that. is number one. And we, we agree. We went through this here. Let me let me see if I can show this. Uh, da, 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 da. I wanted to go ahead and make this, you know, where people could see. Mm-hmm. Uh God, I got another one open up here. It's a you know the the love bus is what i wanted to show as we're out doing uh this stuff there it. no oh, there it is okay Here it is. as we're going around um i don't get stopped much or you know people come up they just want to you know they recognize the logo for the revolution or whatever come to, come to
3: houston man
0: and you know do i or do i not go around armed in my mobile on the road wheeled home can i so in Arizona, we have books that are like uh, uh, gun rights and gun laws around the country. You know, right. this is a place. This is not a place. You can do this. You can't do that. Of course, you go east of the Mississippi or northeast in New England or whatever. They, they shoot you on sight for having a gun or whatever. But so it, But then Joe Biden goes, oh, well, you just need a 12-gauge. Really? Is that how it's going to go? Okay. So I had a 12-gauge. That's all I brought the first round before we went back to Arizona. Joe Biden says I could have 12 gauge. I got 12 gauge. Are we good now? Am I legal? And we all, are. We all set. And then everybody goes. Well, you know it's your home, so you can defend your home. You get to have a little more, or, or do that. At some point, you just go never freaking mind. The hell with them. You know, I just what well, I'd rather be alive. You know, and facing a jury, but they make it as difficult as possible they threaten you with everything and anything oh my god you're defending yourself
3: hey uh, let me tell you what i think we have to do i think we have to reclaim the government as a collective and that means uh, like i said i don't like guns right i don't like the idea of having guns i can't go up against an f-16 anyway so i mean for those people who think having guns protect them from the government I say, wishful thinking. But that said, that said, what I do want all of us to do is come together as a collective. As I say in my book, right? I want us to realize that we are all on the same, that on the same team.
0: There and is a, a lot team. of groups that do the same thing. They're like, we got to come together and do what we yeah, want Yeah, but to they do, do it then. wrong. A lot of them. Ah, oh, do you're doing it wrong. Let me tell you I'm what doing I do mean right. that. Let's do Let my club. What.
3: Yeah, no, I, I would be, I actually, I would join your club and be a part of your club and also make changes within your club. In other words, what I'm saying is, I That's don't have, I don't have be, clubs. <laughs> no, no, but no, here's what I mean. Here's what I'm serious here. Here's what I mean. This is, this is funny, right? Uh The problem with a lot of progressives or these other organizations is they think they have to be in control, right? I believe in the collective. I don't have to be in control of a damn thing. I just want to have my voice heard right so if i if you want to call something liberty whatever and we said we are forming a collective to take over government or whatever i am there brother and i'm saying okay how do we work together how do we do it because i know who the enemy really is and it's not you and and look there are a couple
0: skip to the end who is it let's
3: get it the the enemy is the fascist system that has controlled our government done Okay. Damn Whitey. That's it. Huh? What you call me? Damn Whitey. Let's go get I'm Whitey. A, I'm a, uh, no, no, actually, it's not Whitey. They would love for them to have that stuff. It's the guy on the top. And like, and you remember when I brought yeah, up Yeah, but you Oprah. keep saying
0: the guy on the top is white. And I don't no. care. Wait and, a minute. No,
3: I did say that, brother. I did say that. That's why I gave you the example of Oprah and,
0: uh, and uh, Trump. See, I don't that even are- need examples. I don't need, I don't care. You may not, but others do. I you think, may not. You know, you know you- who did it well? It was Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman goes, you know, all this racism, because you guys keep bringing it up. Stop. No, but actually, got,
3: no, I am reminded of it all the times, though. I know, you see, Morgan Freeman is a known figure. Morgan Freeman doesn't have to go through the things that Egberto Willis, who is an unknown figure, has to go through. And that's where some people don't have the empathy. But the solution
0: isn't another form of affirmative action or racism. Uh,
3: do you know, do you know, uh, I was, when I got out of the University of Texas, I was complete. Let me know when I need to cut off, but I was completely. No, we we'll go until
0: you're boring or bored. I don't care.
3: Okay. I, well, I was completely against affirmative action when I got out of the University of Texas. And, but I wasn't against it because I didn't think it was needed. I was against it because how I thought guys like you would look at me as if my, I was only good enough because of affirmative action to get to the company. And I can tell you some stories. I wrote it in another book that I have there where, um, I went, I got a particular job. This woman, she loved me. She loved my work. She loved my work ethic. So she gave me a job that really I was a bit underqualified for. In other words, it, it needed a degree over what I had. And she hired me anyway. And, uh, she, I had to go speak to the vice president of the company and the vice president of the company said, uh, he slammed the door behind me and I'm scared now, you know, and he says, I'm going to tell you something. I don't know why Pat likes you, but she really likes you. All right. You've got six months and I don't want to hear a damn thing about affirmative action. The pro, the six month project was done in two months. She came into my office and I said, don't listen to that guy. You are, you are, you know, our engineer, all that good stuff. But what I'm trying to say, the the only reason I always bring that particular subject up is, um, affirmative action played a part in getting my foot into the door, right? And um, you know, I've said that it wouldn't happen. So I mean, uh, a lot of people are against affirmative action. I'm not against affirmative action. I know you're against reparations. Uh, I got some questions for you about reparations, maybe for the next show that you invite me to.
0: The guy was named uh, Wilmer Leon. Donna, you know, pulled it up for me. uh, Professor Wilmer Leon at... um, uh, Howard. Howard. Welcome to Declare Your Independence on the Free Talk Live Network.
1: It's time for Declare Your Independence with Ernest Hancock.
2: Believe me when I say we have a difficult time ahead of us. But if we are to be prepared for it, we must first... Shed our fear of it. I stand here without fear because I remember. I remember that I am here not because of the path that lies before me, but because of the path that lies behind me. I remember that for 100 years we have fought these machines. And after a century of war, I remember that which matters most. We are still here! Remember, we are not afraid.
0: Welcome back to Your Independence with League as Hancock on the Free talk Live Network on Genesis. We're continuing our conversation with Egberto Willies. He's a talk show host out of Kingswood, Texas, and a proclaimed progressive. Now, he has a recent book on how to talk to your right-wing relatives, friends, and neighbors as if they need talking to. <laughs> so it was an interesting conversation. I've had progressive uh, conversations before with me as an anarchist, leave me as voluntarist libertarian and um, and it always I, I get to the root of what's up so just you know, sit back this evening and enjoy the conversation. Uh, a lot of my audience, I didn't hit them hard enough. I didn't go after them enough. I didn't. I just wanted to expose what his philosophy was and how. And then you know, there might you know plant some seeds a little bit. And if there is a relationship, can we get them to come over? Because I've done this before. You bring people over. They write on Freeman's Phoenix. And then they have to read it, you know, and it and it plants a splinter in their mind. And then we might have them come on the Trump report, give Frank a crack at them, you know, (laughs) but we're going to have some fun. We learn a lot. And, you know, maybe not a new friend, but not a not a new enemy. And uh, we're trying to, you know, go by the ethos of his book as you know, how to talk, I guess. (laughs) Here we go.
3: Um, affirmative action played a part in getting my foot into the door, right? And of course um, it did. I, I, you know, I, I've said that it wouldn't happen. So, I mean, uh, a lot of people are against affirmative action. I'm not against affirmative action. I know you're against reparations. Uh, I got some questions for you about reparations, maybe for the next show that you invite me to.
0: The guy was named uh, Wilmer Leon a... Daughter- you know, pulled it up for me. well okay. uh, Professor Wilmer Leon at... Um, uh, Howard. Howard. Mm-hmm. And you listen to that, you'll get my full freaking, you know... Right. What you, what
3: you thought about it, yeah.
0: And uh, we had, you know, a deep, long, you know, conversation. Several. I mean, you know, so it's not mm-hmm. like, you know... we couldn't, you know, we'll be sure to have you back when appropriate or you think it's right. a good time you call me, we'll we we'll hook it up but the, um, and I and what I also did, before we even started the show, is I um, set Berto um, okay, I'll make sure I say this, Egg berto I do the G? Yeah, you did it right. Yeah, okay, Egberto and, um, yeah, I dropped my mouse
1: <laughs>
0: I'm screwed now Donna Come find my mouse. I dropped it God knows where. The um, When we did the pre-shows, we're yakking, uh, I went ahead and set Egberto up as a writer. Mm-hmm. And so he's going to be able to share what suits the crap out of me. I got 50, 70 a day. You'll find him in there somewhere, you know. So it's, uh, it's over here somewhere. And um, so I'm looking forward to seeing what you have to write, but. Of course, it may be challenged in the comments section. People may write other stuff. People will put stuff up or they'll ignore it. I mean, it will probably piss you off more. They just ignore it. So this is, I have uh, several writers that are socialists. Several are big on, you know, immigration for, against. I don't care. Because I am very open to the discussion. The ones that are bad at presenting their argument. Thank you, baby. You know, presenting their argument or emphasize things that don't matter or, you know, looking for straw men or just making it up as they go or aren't consistent philosophically or whatever. People know. They just don't read it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, You know, I don't care. You know, bring your audience over. We share kind of just more like an infection as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So this has been... And you can even, we have the power, you can start your own special edition. You know, just like we have the special edition of uh, the Love Bus Liberty Tour. You know, you can have your special edition, you know, for, you know, I have Second Amendment as a special edition. Second Amendment is for everyone. I have, I have, I have, I have. So the power, the more enthusiastic you are about sharing your ideas, I'm here to help since 05. When we did this, I understood in about 96, I go, you know, when video hits the internet, everything changes. We're mm-hmm. going to be on the equal footing. There's a lot of creative people out here. We're going to kick the network's ass. Video on the internet, dummy. You know, bandwidth? Ain't you ever heard of bandwidth? I ain't never going to never, never, never. And you probably heard this or even thought it as a computer guy. Video hit the internet, moron. I mean, I'm going, yeah, whatever. When it does... In oh five is when the first YouTube started. That's when mm-hmm. we started Freedom's Fiends. I go, here we go, because it gave me the power to do what mm-hmm. I wanted to do. We don't. The reason I don't have like big, giant numbers is because we don't use big tech. We do mm-hmm. IPFS. We're doing mm-hmm. interplanetary file sharing to where it's a permanent record that can't be deleted or edited mm-hmm. or censored. We do our own stuff. We have our own site. We have our own, you know, websites and activities and, and things that we do. So I keep it kind of, you know, I mean, it's not small, but it's not, I'm looking for mm-hmm. metrics. You know, a mm-hmm. lot of my peers that, ooh, Ernie, you could be if you would only. And I'm going, yeah. And when you hit 100,000 subscribers saying what you are saying, and you're deplatformed, which is why happened. So I'm going, I am not leaving it to they, them, those to determine what voice I have. And then you got to change it. Once you get everything all set up, you always got to change everything all the time anyway, as opposed to just having your own. Right. So we've done that. We've developed a lot where now a lot of people that are prominent individuals in the space that we go, we have the tech that you can now put your stuff over here and it never goes away. You can promote it still on these big tech things, but your video never goes away. Your articles never go away. Your website never goes away. And we built over years this capacity. Why? Did I think I was going to get bigger, richer, or whatever? No. Because I knew what was going to happen. Because they, them, those can censor you. And this is my big mantra I do on my show now. I go, Warren 24. I go, you think censorship is bad now? You wait till." War and 2024 election cycle. War and 24. And they're well, we've up seen that it before.
3: War. You're right. you're uh, you're absolutely right. The censorship that went on in 2020. The censorship that went on in 2018. The censorship that went on in 2016. It's amazing. I could look at the throttling myself on my own stuff. When I talk, I remember I talk against everybody. You know, I mean, I am a progressive, but I really hit folks up on all sides. And when I do it, uh, you know, you can actually see some numbers. It's actually...
0: Ah, no, I, when people were saying I was crazy what years ago... No, when we, the throttling is real. Oh, yeah. In 2008, we had the evolution. Well, don't yeah. think that didn't freaking cause a stir. So we're like, oh, man, we're rocking and rolling. We're, I don't know, 40,000, 50,000 page loads a day, and it's just becoming a thing. Well, what happened was they're like... Damn, we can't have freedom's Phoenix and this Ron Paul thing of the, you know, libertarian of freedom getting no freedom. Freedom is bad. We can't have freedom. So all of a sudden, you could see that they were throttling. They were, you know, demonetizing even back then some of the people that came out of the revolution. When they did this, we could see it. You know they um, would change the algorithms on uh, Facebook that you could have your automatic stuff that would go. That would change. We Wrong. over and over. Then I started getting when I'm doing my show. Have a studio that we had in Phoenix. They're sending me YouTube. Said, you know, we heard you know seven seconds of Led Zeppelin in the rejoin. Exactly. You're so freaking not allowed. And I you knew did. That you did. Strike. Yeah. Once they started that, I stopped. I haven't posted a YouTube in years. Just a few months ago, I got my first strike. Oh, you got a strike? Yeah, I haven't posted for a year. I don't know. What did you get a
3: strike for? I
0: don't know. I didn't look. I don't care.
3: Well, let me tell you. Let let me tell you. When I I decided to go full-time as a full-time activist, videographer, and all of that, um, I did it not out of magic. I had a software company making great money with the software company, but I have a social place that I want to be. I decided to go full-time doing this, and I was making enough money to cover everything. In one day, hear me out, in one day, uh, they made an algorithmic change at the same time, Uh, Facebook, Google, I lost 90% of my income. I haven't recovered since. 90% of my income. 90% of my income. That's when I decided to start doing things like Patreon and and all these other different inflows. They're just as
0: bad. Yeah, um, you know- so I, I yeah. Yeah, you know, we do. We have the uh, fundraising sites that we created. We did um, uh, our own marketplace. We have, you know, uh, alternative currencies. You know, purchasing alternative stuff from alternative vendors. You know, we got. Right. We we push this because sooner or later you're going to need to know where your cucumbers come from. You're going to yeah. need. You know, this this is one mantra for the past year. I'm going. Let me tell you what is going to happen. This is what I guarantee. This is what's going to happen. It's going to be a food thing so Stop. Go-
3: Stop. let me tell you oh man I, I keep telling you in as much as we have some issues yeah. we let me tell you something brother i wrote in my first book as i see it class warfare the only resort to right-wing doom that when you take a look at what they're doing with the seeds in other words you notice how seeds are now can be turned on and turned off uh, and then it's patented so that the farmer now has to go to the corporations to buy the seeds. And I can go with things one after the other. Yeah, India farmers start occurs. committing
0: suicide. Yeah. So, All right. yeah. so
3: my thing, my thing is uh, when I tell you, brother, when I tell you that you'd be surprised. Now, there are some off things that in, in having this conversation, I see like, nah, nah, Hankak, I'm not on that one. Nah, Hankak, I'm not on that one. But if you take a look at the core, there's an alliance, brother. And I wish more libertarians would see that. Uh, I, you know, I let's get to go, You kind that. of
0: stuff just so you and your audience kind of see. I want to just go over some the kind of headlines that we just today, you know, half of today. How to defeat yeah. BlackRock, you know, Solutions Watch with James Corbett. Do you know who James Corbett is, Corbett Report? Yes, yeah. He yeah. and I do a show every other week for years. I just mm-hmm. had him on last night. no. No, a week ago, and that will be on next week. Then we have, you know, so he did a big thing on the Black Rock and the corporations and a lot of stuff you would love. He does these great mm-hmm. documentaries. Right. These are protests absolutely massive entire the entire the across the entire country in Canada. In Ottawa right now, there are thousands and thousands of people in the street against all this, this explicit sexual content in the schools. You know, in Canada, and I'm going... Okay, then you got, you know, news, news, climate this, RFK juniors. um, Yeah, he doesn't get Secret Service coverage. What's up with that after they killed his uncle and his dad and Biden doesn't give him Secret Service while he's running for president? I'm like, really, really, really? You see here Dr. Judy Mikevitz that was big on uh, vaccines and her book Plague. We interviewed her hundreds of of times since mm-hmm. 16 august of 16 i had her on the show every week to keep her alive we had vaccine education summit 10 days after I first talked to her, I set it up because we, you know, had a uh, resort that we did that with. Uh, boom, it's up. 19, right before all this pandemic stuff, we had Dale Bigtree and Dr. Judy Mikevitz and a whole bunch of headliners come for our second vaccine education summit. Five legislators were there. First thing I say, traders first. I know you guys are lying sacks of snot. You guys are buttering up these guys, and you're going to coat first chance you get. Well, then what did they do? So I'm going back to Arizona. We'll go get some. So traders first. Traders first. Rupert Murdoch steps down as chair of. I didn't know that. Yeah, bio- yeah bio- he did. Biocon whatever. Then but, you know it's it's story after story after story after story. Austrian uh, Australian politicians fly to Washington D.C. to petition for Julian Assange release. And what did he get in trouble for? For his biggest thing was to show e- that e- Afghanistan was a money laundering operation, which is exactly what Ukraine—it was exactly going on in Ukraine. Of so course, it goes on and on and on and on, and I just like you know, I'm I'm on the same page of wanting a solution, just like you do. I I, want, I know that I know that, and but again, the solution I- is not more government.
3: The solution is the collective. That's the solution. The not a force collective,
0: not with a gun and a policy, and I'll shoot the, you if you don't comply. Collective, but
3: the, gov- but the government is not supposed to be a force collective. The government is supposed to be a representative collective, not a force collective. And that's what I'm saying again.
0: <laughs> I don't want to be represented. It- now what? Uh,
3: well, again, <laughs> I, I, again, here's the deal. What I want is the following. I, I want a structure that makes you happy. In other words, we can have people who want a, a collective in a certain way, and we can have things where they can exist outside of scope. The thing about it is it has to be the collective who create the, the contracts that we live by and
0: not come in from the top
3: as it is right now. I went and you read know? it
0: in the 88, uh, 89. I go and I read the Declaration of Independence Constitution Bill of Rights all in one day. And I know those lion sacks of snot, they aren't abiding by any of this crap. They don't care. But the
3: thing about, but also that, as far as I'm, you know, all these people that are, which I think you are one of them, a super constitutionalist or whatever. I am not a super constitutionalist, right?
0: Me neither. I'm a leave me aloneist. Yeah, I am (laughs) a, I am a, let's
3: get together and see what we can come up with to make life better. But you have these people that worship the constitution like a Bible. Oh, it is. the And then all of them decide what the interpretation of that constitution of what the founding fathers were thinking. I don't give a damn what the founding fathers were thinking, because they're dead 400, 300 years the ago. The
0: idea that you the only well, it's in the Declaration of Independence. That's why this show is called Declare Your Independence with Ernest Hampton. There you go. And the reason is, is because when I read the Declaration of Independence, it really, man, it, it really warmed my heart. Because they understood what the real issue was. In the preamble, it goes like this. It, it paraphrase it. It goes: When um, ever the the whole purpose for the creation of government is the protection of individual rights. Amen. When it, when it doesn't do that, it's time to alter or abolish. It's your right. It's your duty. I go sign me up. I go, the only reason they're there is to protect my individual rights, not to be stolen from, not to have somebody enslave me.
3: So stop right there. So that is what they wrote in the preamble. Unfortunately, the rest of the Constitution didn't do that.
0: No, that was Declaration of Independence.
3: Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry, the Declaration of Independence, but I'm saying the rest of the Constitution that was The Constitution came a decade later.
0: They did that just to to create a new plantation for all of us.
3: Okay, and but what I'm saying, that is what we live by. You listen to all the guys that are that are when? on the right, they're super constitutionalists and all of that. But hey brother, I I love this, I enjoyed this because you know what? You are a you are a what is the word that I want to say, Mr. Interviewer? Consistent you libertarian. You're actually uh, you're a consistent libertarian that
0: I can work with. You know, the one thing when the aliens come, which they're going to bring, they're scraping the bottom of the barrel when they got to get aliens out, you know, that's, <laughs> you know, here, here comes. And that's why they, it's going to be a food thing, but right before that, here come the aliens, you know. So, you yeah. know, and Corbin and I have been betting on when the aliens are coming and they start bringing, you know, alien bodies into the Mexican Congress just a few days ago. I'm going, damn. I mean, they're really, they're worried. But, um, when the aliens come and they do this, take me to your leader. I'm like, you're looking at him. You know, I rule what's under fr- this hat. I'm free. I'm uh, free. Yeah, I was like, you know, take me to a leader. You know, I might take you all home right. and you can meet my wife.
3: Before I go, I got a question for you. Sure. How conspiratorial are you?
0: I don't have any conspiracies anymore. They all came true. Oh, uh, which ones? JFK, Uh, Every freaking war, you know, Uh Uh, uh, election fraud, uh, uh, poisoning with vaccines, medications, corporations making money off you being sick, military-industrial complex making money off a war, you know, uh, the healthcare system is not for us. I mean, you you pick a conspiracy and tell me it's not true. It
3: looks like we're at seventy-five percent. I wanted to hear that we're at seventy-five percent. We're at seventy five percent agreement. I, I do uh, think if I, I do I, think I, am... I, I, I the vaccine I do think that I I am so sorry that got out of hand because I think the vaccines got out of hand. The vaccine was created by uh, corporate folk, but uh scientists developed it. Uh, the corporate folks controlled it, but scientists developed it. And I what is the word that I that I like to use? I, I think we have to be careful on that particular one,
0: you know. You know, we, we did uh, the Love Bus Liberty tour because we had such a good experience with. Um, you, you gonna know, keep me around
3: longer than I, I than I can just because you are such an
0: interesting guy, dude. Damn. Go ahead. Well, you know the 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 thing. I just show you what we did, but the the main thing was we were very um, active in creating signs. Because we knew the power. You can't censor a sign. So all Mm -hmm. these people that just wanted to express themselves of, you know, um, so we did this. Here, Let me see if I can, so you can see. Okay. We made these signs, you know, support Uh first responders who say no to mandatory shots. That Mm -hmm. sign was a big four by eight that we originally did in '09 when Obama did the h one m one flu. We could see what was coming, the legislation they were passing. So we would go somewhere and we would have volunteers come in and we would make thousands of signs, you know, and we just show them how to do it. You know, we would go ahead and get them. Bring this up so you can see it better. And we would have big stacks of these, and we'd you go put them up. bunch of us, and that's me just showing them how to do it. Small signs, big signs, big stacks of signs. We're all in states all over the country doing this. This was I don't know wherever it was, and yeah. um, so that is yeah, like that, you know. Yeah. I, it, it was. And when we did this in '09, it was because yeah. the unions, be the yeah. unions would not support firemen and policemen that didn't want to get the shots so let me ask
3: you something let's let's go there let's go let's go there because i I, the shot is something that i take seriously like super seriously and you know in my family we all have the shots and that sort of stuff not because we like the carpetocracy but you know um here here's my thing uh i know that the shots are real
1: there are those that just want to be left alone And those that just won't leave them alone. Which one are you? The Ernest Hancock Show.
0: Uncovering the secrets and exposing the lies. That's what readers of phoenix.com get every day. Readers of com are constantly provided the information that detail the real news between the lines of propaganda about government policies and the true relationship we all have with coercive governments. Learn the true condition of our economy, innovations and technological breakthroughs in energy, health, computer science, and space travel. Learn the truth well before it's admitted to in the lamestream media, the media that is so last century. Corporate media has evolved into nothing more than distributors of government propaganda. But we now have a fantastic alternative. FreedomsPhoenix.com provides constant news updates on the issues that affect our lives in the most important ways. Our liberty and our property are under constant attack. And FreedomsPhoenix.com provides an understanding behind the propaganda while encouraging the participation of our readers. Join us at FreedomsPhoenix.com. That's Freedoms with an S, Phoenix.com. FreedomsPhoenix.com, where the revolution between the ears is already matured. Welcome back to Declare Your Independence with me, Ernest Hancock, on the Free Talk Live Network on Genesis. We're continuing our conversation with Egberto Willies. He's a talk show host out of Kingswood, Texas, and a proclaimed progressive. Now, he has a recent book on how to talk to your right-wing relatives, friends, and neighbors as if they need talking to. <laughs> so it was an interesting conversation. I've had progressive uh, conversations before with me as an anarchist, leave me aloneist voluntarist, libertarian, and um, and it always I I get to the root of what's up. So. Just you know, sit back this evening and enjoy the conversation. A uh, lot of my audience, I didn't hit them hard enough. I didn't go after them enough. I didn't. I just wanted to expose what his philosophy was and how. And then you know, there might you know plant some seeds a little bit. And if there is a relationship, can we get them to come over? Because I've done this before. You bring people over. They write on Freeman's Phoenix. And then they have to read it, you know, and it and it plants a splinter in their mind. And then we might have them come on the Trump report, give Frank a crack at them, you know, (laughs) but we're going to have some fun. We learn a lot. And, you know, maybe not a new friend, but not a not a new enemy. And uh, we're trying to, you know, go by the ethos of his book as you know, how to talk, I guess. (laughs) here we go
3: so let me ask you something let's let's go there let's go let's go there because I, i the shot is something that i take seriously like super seriously and you know in my family we all have the shots and that sort of stuff not because we like the corporatocracy but you know um here here's my thing uh i know that the shots are real you know i have doctors in the family and all that kind of stuff and i know that the shots are real I don't, as far as being mandatory, I think uh, for those people who don't want something foreign in their body, uh we have to create some sort of a protocol because, again, uh I have a wife with lupus, right? And uh I don't want, even with the shot, her immune system is not 100%. And I would be concerned of having a first responder that was potentially taking care of others who infected them and then they infect my wife. So, we when we talk about freedom, that has to be included into the whole discussion as well. You know, I don't want to take your rights away not to have a vaccine if you don't want it, but then we have to have a way to control what, uh, how I can stay away from you. And, and, and that's it. I don't think the argument needed to be what it was. I think we got it completely out of hand. And even with all these signs that you have there, right, Suppose we had those signs uh, talking about freedom, not vaccines, but freedom in general. You follow what I mean?
0: Yeah, for decades, I, that's what yeah. I do. And, uh, and that's what I'm saying. I, I would. I
3: hated that we used vaccine as a, a as a as a prop for freedom. I didn't want vaccines used as a prop for freedom. We didn't need to do that, in my opinion. You know, I didn't think we needed to do that. I wanted to, I, I wanted us to work against the plutocracy. The, I wanted us to work against Moderna and what's the other ones again? The other one that made
0: Pfizer, me. Bayer, Montana. I wanted us
3: to work against Moderna and Pfizer. AstraZeneca. I wanted us to work against them for making this, they were setting it up to be a cash cow, something that we developed in universities ourselves. Oh, they yeah, developed. no, they
0: made bank on this. Yeah, and that's
3: my point. That yeah. is my point. My point is, the, the boogeyman wasn't the scientist who created Moderna, which was, I mean, not Moderna boost created MRNA, which was around long before it. MRNA isn't a new thing. None of this stuff is new. And, you know, I just think we got to heal here, but sir, I got to get, go ahead and get some blogs written. And, uh, uh, no, I, you have to talk you,
0: to me for another hour. You
3: know, I no. Let, let me tell you, I, I I know we we are we're in seventy five percent agreement, and I enjoy that. I, I I hope you'll invite me again to your program. Whenever because,
0: you think it appropriate, and you got something, if I haven't called you for a while, please. Right, and I'll make sure I, that you have access to be able to post whatever you want on. Facebook yeah, I, I let me, let me I just I don't care.
3: <laughs> I enjoy I enjoy your spunk. I, and uh, I enjoy being, you know, I'm honored to be on your program. I think, uh, you know, again, like I say, uh, I don't completely agree with you, but uh, as far as the things that we want for freedom, I think. Just know that agreement. when you
0: come on again, if you got yes. some great idea that's going to take some more legislation to somebody making me or prevent me from doing something, I'm probably, no, I'm probably that's not going to be a fan. <laughs> no,
3: no, 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 no. Let me tell you what I'm going to want. I'm gonna want you to design the legislation. That's what I'm gonna want. The best government I wanna,
0: is none. Uh, but yeah, you gonna say that? But I mean, I will need you to tell me something. That's you know, go I go do really read the letters of yeah, Mark and will, reprisal or in PiratesWithoutBorders.com. I will.
3: I will. PiratesWithoutBorders.com.
0: You go there. I now have. I will.
3: I have your website now. I'm going to put some articles in the, probably the next week on your site. And I appreciate that you give me this opportunity to have a little chat with the one and only Love Bus. They are, or I should say the captain of the Love Bus, right?
0: No, I'm captain of the precariat. <laughs> what the hell is that? That's the pirate ship. That's the oh, name okay. of it.
3: Okay. It okay, came okay. it
0: came from Bilderberger. They were doing we got to deal with the precariat and I'm like the pro what? You know Hey, wait a minute.
3: Did I hear that we were Are you streaming this or are we just taping this?
0: Uh this is streaming and taping.
3: Oh, okay let me make sure that I didn't say anything that uh, was uh, oh no I think I'm good
0: yeah because I, think I good. say whatever the hell I want to say yeah <laughs> yeah, I, you know, yeah I'm I don't care but yeah. this has been a, a great conversation thanks for spending yeah. time with me I was really looking forward to it once I saw that what it was going to be about because I've done this before but right. it's um I you know it it's how to talk to your right wing friends is the implication that like it they need talking to, you know. No, but well, they
3: do. They do, and well, I do
0: need, You know, I, I need I'm, to have to what, and there's got to be a foundational agreement of something. And I think that well, we got that when I put my hand on your shoulder and you say, "You own your life." Well, that means right. that you know, if I own mine, somebody's going to come, put a gun to my head. You got to give me money, or you have to do something, or you can't do something. Or I go, hey. I thought I owned me, you know. Hey. All right. I just want to make sure we're on the same page here. We're
3: on the same page, brother. Look, it's my pleasure, my brother. It's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. And you've got to bring that bus to Kingwood, Texas, and you can stay at my place. I
0: go to Texas, you know, on a a regular basis, but we're trying to get back to Arizona and stay there. You know, we've been traveling around so much. I promised my wife if she'd do this trip, you know, through the duration of this thing, that I'd build her a home in Arizona. So I'm pinky swearing on that one. Well, what happened, though— is now they want to bring it back. They're going to do COVID 2.0. Don't care. Don't care. Send Did my you take dad the vaccine guard.
3: or not? Did you take the vaccine?
0: No. Hell no. All right. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to,
3: because I love you, brother. Ugh. I'm going to tell you, even if you don't want to take the vaccine so that I know that my brother's going to be around, go take the vaccine with your wife. <laughs> it's not, there's no shame in that. Go take the vaccine with your wife. Okay. I love your brother. Take I'm, the vaccine I'm, with your
0: wife. I'm looking for my health. I'm telling you, my children, my grandchildren, yeah. everyone that we know, we're very healthy. We haven't been sick for like I, ever and we I don't. get it. I get it. I
3: get it. But here's the deal. it only has to happen to one. This gives you a it this incre it gives you a better chance. Look, there's a lot of crap that yeah, goes on with it. Uh, listen to me. There's a lot of crap, but take it from the engineer, okay? And from the engineer whose whose wife is a whose sister is a doctor, take it. Both of us are 62 years old. We ain't getting any younger.
0: I'm, you know, I could show you our vaccine education. I go on and on and on, but my audience gets it. You know, we're, we're good. But right, we're good. I, I appreciate you having a concern for my health, but I'm good. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Peace, Peace. happiness, and health to you, brother. Thank you, brother. It was a pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow, well, were you not entertained? This is uh, a lot of the conversations that I have with people. I enjoy having conversations with people that we don't necessarily agree with or support each other's uh, viewpoint. But it gives you an exercise in understanding how they make the arguments. You know, how you can inject some knowledge to their audience. When someone is influenced to share their perspective, or be a tool for sharing somebody else's perspective, eh, oftentimes it's propaganda. And definitely oftentimes, if your livelihood is based on you expressing a certain opinion, well, guess what opinion you're expressing? And a lot of times that's why you were hired. I've seen this many times in politics, in talk radio, radio stations, television, newspaper reporters, whatever. They don't, you know, a lot of people think that reporters, they get in and they get corrupted. That has not been my experience. When you have reporters that you work with for decades and then they retire or they have some retirement dinners or they do some expose on them or something like then you start finding out how they got their job to begin with. And oftentimes it's very similar to this. They, well, now it would be they have blogs or something like that. What they would pull them from was university newspapers. The ones that were the most progressive, the ones that were the most liberal, the ones that wanted another government agency created, another government action, another government law. Those are the ones that, oh, you know, we like what you had to say. You know, you did the press of the University of fill in the blank and they would pull them in and then they didn't have to convince them. They just gave them a platform by which to advocate what they were taught. So when you have, uh, I went to Arizona State University in the fall of nineteen eighty. Graduated seventy nine. Stayed out uh, a year. Worked. Saved money. Went to college, Paid for it myself. Go. It was. It was a value to me. And I was disillusioned immediately because I could see what was going on. It was more indoctrination, even worse than in high school. And what had happened, you had the uh, the liberals and the hippies of the whatever and the anti-war movement and stuff of the 60s and civil rights and everything, in the 70s, they infiltrated, if they weren't already before with whatever ism that was doing so, um, they got in control of, of the professors. The professors create it with incentives. You get good grades. I had this happen to me. You you write an article advocating for liberty oriented stuff before I even understood, you know, politics or heard the word libertarian, I was like, well, of course you would advocate for individual rights. That does produce the most good for a society. No, it's the most benefit to the most people according to how we say. And if you take that position for a rights support thing as the best advocacy for a functioning society, and you get a D. <laughs> so these professors that would have these Young minds available to them would create the next generation of teachers, of professors, and you could see it infiltrate, you know, throughout society. I, I'm sure it started long before I experienced it, but it, from, since I you know, went to college and started experiencing this, and I only went to college for a couple of semesters, I was like, you know, I, I'm, I'm not paying for this. I'm done. I'll go into business, you know, which is what happened. But what happens is. You have all of this influence over young minds. Then they go home and mom and dad like, what the heck just happened? But they uh, raise their children this way. And then, you know, the incentives and you have to have a college education and we're going to go in the debt and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to and collectivize everybody's propaganda, propaganda to thinking the same way. That's incentivized. If you want to see the future of a society, it's really easy. What is rewarded and what is punished? If innovation and ingenuity and assertiveness and you know uh, uh, competence and confidence and you know Yankee know how, I mean whatever, if that is punished. With a progressive income tax, uh, you gotta get a permit. You're not doing it right. You didn't serve the common good according to them enough or whatever. So you can't or you're not allowed or you don't get, you know, special dispensation from the king kind of thing. Well, then of course that goes down. If you reward and subsidize dependency and disability and I need, I need, I need, you know, what are you gonna get? You're gonna get more of that. So that's exactly what's happened. And as over my life, I can see it. So it was very important to me. We pulled our children out of government schools when my oldest was in third grade. I could see where this was going. I'm like, no, 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 no. And we're poor. I mean, you know, we were push starting our cars, you know, to, you know, and the only air conditioning, you know, we had was maybe in the car. You know, we had evaporative cooling in our home. We lived very modestly. We put a lot into our activism. They didn't have anything to take from us. You know, Donna has been great. Our kids have been great. But we did spend all of our extra money on their education. When starting junior high, they went to private school, and uh, it was it was a struggle. You know, we were the poor kids, <laughs> but, you know, we were respected. We were activists. People did. Our, our kids were great. They were heavily involved in sports and extracurricular activities and were well-respected. So I, I didn't have a problem. And that meant that we got a lot of help, too. You know, people would, you know, take us on vacations, take our kids – we were rewarded for our philosophy. So you get more of it because we could do it, but we didn't sacrifice our children. And when we finally scraped enough and had a partner and started our pizza restaurant and so on, that was the best thing ever happened to our children, to learn a work ethic. Time to lean, time to clean. I mean, you know, it was every order is a rush. We got, I mean, they got great Uh, ethics and uh, a a work environment, how to get along with people, how to manage, how to be productive, how to time management for yourself. So this is um, the the kind of thing that we know that works. Advocating for a philosophy that supports and subsidizes ah, disability, dependence, uh, sitting on your butt and getting a check. I mean, I just, at the end of our conversation, Egberto Willis wanted to talk about reparations. You know, come on and we'll do reparations. I've had this conversation before. It was a professor, Wilmer J. Leon III, Ph.D. Now, he uh, is a professor in Washington, D.C. It's a black college called Howard. And it it got, I mean, the bottom line after, you know, three shows I've done with him and, you know, we had a good conversation like we had with Egberto and I let him express himself. I did. I said, All right. Here's the rope, man. Knock stuff out. But the um, it got down to, well, they came up with a number. I don't know. Somehow um, so many slaves or so many years of the minimum wage of and it created so many billions of dollars and it came down to who gets it. Well, you know, if you check off the box on the census, African-American, even though I know African-Americans that are white that, you know, moved here from South Africa. (laughs) I'm not sure how that works. But the um, if you checked off the box, African-American, you're eligible for what for this block of money. And I did the math and I'm going, that's like sixty dollars a person. Is that is that it? Are we done then? You do the reparations and they everybody gets, you know, all uh, people that check black on their census, they get $60 and we're good. I don't have to hear about it anymore. And you go, well, no, 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 no. It's got to come to us. And we got to dispense it. We got to, you know, decide the program, the educational opportunities, the business, you know, whatever it's. Ah, so it's a collective thing. You you take it from, you know, everybody and give it to you, and then you're going to right. Okay, I get it. So this is the kinds of conversations I like having, but sometimes it'll take hours, you know, of conversation to get them to say it, say it. You know, I just want them to say it. So when they say it and they advocate for that, you know, now we know. Well, that's what... Um, I'm trying to do in these conversations, that can take a while. And to get them to say it, you know, I got to share my uh, opinion on a lot of things, which will take some time, takes some time, I get to say what I want to say. It's my show, get your own show. Well, what happens is when I do that, you know, a lot of people will let them, you know, let them talk. They've been talking for hours. <laughs> they got more than enough time to say their thing. So this is why I inject a lot of my conversation in it to frame the debate, to make sure that they're answering the questions that I want answered, that we're talking in the same envelope or out of the envelope or whatever the issues are so that I can get a full understanding of their position. But almost as importantly, or maybe even more to me, is that their audience the people listening to the live stream, listening to this show that they forward on, they think they did well, I was nice to them and so on, they'll send it out. Now their supporters get my position. Their supporters understand where we're coming from. Now, does that just make them uh, uh, hone their argument more? Oftentimes. But they have to. And it's just, it's why the the uh, idea that the left can't meme because they you have to have a position of something that's an indelible truth that you that you make an argument around or you use an image or a situation, and memes are very powerful, it just skips to the end. I'm a bumper sticker guy, you know freedom good, government bad, I mean boom, done so this is what they lack because they can't latch onto a fundamental truth they're just desiring stuff. They just want because they want. I, I, I get because I need. Oh, and you got to pay for it. Well, why? That's not fair. Well, it's fair. You got more than I do so some of it's mine now. You know, it's, wow, okay, you just want them to say it. So, this is why I do the show the way I do a lot of times is it's for their audience. It's for the people that listen to them and they get our perspective. So, this is... There's a good example of me having a conversation with people that I do not agree with. But that doesn't mean I won't have him on again. And if he wants to do reparations, bring it. <laughs> and we'll have some fun. But this whole thing is based on they understand what government really is. It's the mob. It's just general public opinion. And a lot of people, if you promise them free stuff, the bread and circuses, you know, it'll happen. I remember I went and saw the movie Gladiator the first time in the theater. And it was like a Coliseum-style theater, kind of wrapped a little bit. And when they were in the Coliseum, um, throwing, ready for the Gladiators to perform, their, you know, had these wagons going, and they were throwing bread into the crowd. Okay, bread and circuses. They're just, you know, distract the crowd. Right. They're throwing it in. And the way the theater was, it just kind of seemed like you were in the Coliseum. You know, it's kind of goes off to the screen and you kind of look to your right. Left was a big, you know, curved screen or IMAX or something, whatever it was. And uh, and you could feel that you were in the Coliseum. And it just hit me. Bread and circuses. That was the point that you're trying to make. I'm going, yeah, Ridley Scott directed that. I'm going, okay, okay, that was cool. So this is the mindset that I have and why I've included this clip to understand. Thanks for listening, guys. Peace. Games. 150 days of games.
2: He's cleverer than I thought.
0: Clever. The whole of Rome would be laughing at him. They weren't so afraid of his Praetorian.
2: Fear and wonder—a powerful combination.
0: You really think that people are going to be seduced by that? I think he knows what Rome is. Rome is the mob. You conjure magic for them, and they'll be distracted. You take away their freedom, and still their war—the beating heart of Rome—is not the marble of the Senate, it's the sand of the Colosseum. You'll bring them
2: death. And they will love him for it.
5: This is Mark Edge with Free Talk Live. Mark Warden with PorcupineRealEstate.com is one of the best real estate agents I've ever worked with. I've been through about two dozen real estate transactions in my life, and I feel like I know what I'm doing, but there's always the things that you don't know that you don't know. Mark Warden with PorcupineRealEstate.com found a problem with the house that I was buying that ultimately saved me $65,000. He's a consummate professional, holds his people to his own high standards, and I would unequivocally recommend him for any real estate purchase in New Hampshire. Don't sell yourself short. Contact PorcupineRealEstate.com.